We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Oranic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Hello? Hello. Hi. What's up? Um, Still not life? <laughs> I just got back from Richfield for my grandma's birthday. How was that? <laughs> my mom blamed our relationship from about 12 to about on 20 you on my period shut up <laughs> like uh. the reason why i was so pissed at her wasn't <laughs> because we lost our house and moved in with a meth head and it downward spiraled from there but because i was bleeding Oh, I love that about her. Uh, I was like, what now? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I kind of had a similar conversation with my mom last week Tell where me. I was like, I was like, you had like 11 cushions. And she's like, was that what was wrong with me? I'm like, no, mom. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm like, whether that is what's wrong with you doesn't negate the fact that it ha- you were violent because of it. I'm yes. like, so no, we're well, not. You know like, my you concussions. You know my concussions. <laughs> Well, no, like she immediately, she was like, is that what's wrong? What would happen to me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, it is, it does suck if it happened to you, mom. But I'm like, we're not feeling sorry for you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sorry. We're not doing that. My, I am, I was doing a puzzle with my grandma and I was mm-hmm. like, she really think that the reason why I did not get along with her was because <laughs> of did the thing everybody goes through. She was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to sit her down and tell her that she may not remember but you guys remember and i'm like yeah tell her that (laughs) right like uh oh man well it's not like i would love to have a cool relationship with my mom like i don't think that's what they understand they don't understand that it's like i feel like i'm missing out on a lot because Mm -hmm. like i don't have like my mom will never go wedding dress shopping with me because she can't she will probably won't be at my wedding because she can't she if she meets my significant other, if I ever find one, it'll just be by chance randomly. It won't be, it won't be a thing. Yeah. Same with my dad. I feel like I'm missing out on a lot because of that. Yeah. Like I'm not doing this because like, it's fun. None of this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like it sucks ass. The whole thing just sucks. (laughs) Having a shitty family, (laughs) leaving a religion that you liked. (laughs) You're like, Okay, this all well, sucks. speak for yourself on the likes, but, okay, but seriously, <laughs> we don't no, we don't need to talk about Mormonism today. No, no, we're not talking about Mormonism today. But um, in the week and a half since it's been out, uh, we've released what six, seven episodes. Yeah. Has your life changed at all? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have become more anxious <laughs> than anything. <laughs> talking to any friend, I'm like, okay, what of my secrets do you know? <laughs> And like, oh, that's how just, far are you oh, in? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, are you judging me because of the porn? Okay, I just need to know. <laughs> no, look, here's the thing. If they're if they're judging you, let's find out so they can stop being your friend. <laughs> hey, if you're not... Okay, I have a question. What? For, for the listeners. Okay. If you're going to stop being my friend, could you just send me like a notification that you're canceling the membership to this? Because I would like to know... 
Um, uh, do you really want to know, though? I mean, really? I do. I would be like, okay, thank you for replying. Um, I only really had two <laughs> moments where I was kind of like, uh, well, actually three. Okay, there were three. One of my new coworkers said he started to listen to it, and I was like a little bit like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> too much too soon and then my sister said that um my sister's been super supportive and like she listens to everything which is great um, yeah thanks, thanks for up. listening and yeah. messaging us all the time yeah, and making us it. feel very safe <laughs> honestly really because i feel like it's huge like for i don't know how you feel about it but it's big for me to have like my and your brother's been messaging me saying yes. like <laughs> Yo, my like, brother has started a <laughs> podcast and he's sending the episodes to Bobby, which I think is rad. Like, good for no, Josh. No, good because... for you, Josh. But also, Josh, I your sister has exhausted me with the podcast currently. So <laughs> that's what I had to tell him. I was like, I'm currently wrapped up with this one. But I, I love like, that he's finding I love his it. voice yeah, too. Do yeah, do your thing, man. Yeah. But like, I've been getting a lot of "You're so brave" from people, and like, oh, people yeah. are like, it's inspired me to find my voice. And I'm like, bitching. Like, I hit text you today about yeah. my friend who was like. I've never wanted to talk about it, but I'm listening to your stuff. But she's like, I'm sorry, I'm behind. And then oh, just yeah. barely Caitlin, uh, Caitlin texts me. And she's like, I'm, I miss you. So I'm listening to your podcast because it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with you and Kendra. And I just oh, love it. That's so nice. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Kate. Ryan from our high school uh, experience uh, messaged with us. With Ryan who? Corbett. Oh, hey, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Ryan. He <laughs> messaged us and said, um, the only problem I have is that I'm done binging through your episodes by Wednesday and I have to wait. <laughs> Just re-listen um, to them, man. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate that people are listening and that people are messaging. And Honestly. I'm, I may be um, weird because I don't like the attention. Like, I don't like attention a lot. But I'm grateful for the messages. I'm honestly glad to finally be able to control the attention, I guess. Does mm. that make sense? Because people mm. have always been interested in what's going in, you know, on in my life, which I feel, you know, again, mm. this could just be totally <laughs> made up self-importance. But <laughs> um, I feel like I've always had like a little bit of like people looking in. So now it's like, well, all right, here you go. <laughs> here. Whether you like me or you hate me, this is why. Here it is. <laughs> Um, but it's funny that Ryan messaged you because I've been watching a lot of South Park and he had a Cartman um, in, uh, impression all through school. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and I like Cartman's like one of my favorite characters right now because he's just such he's just so like absurd. So I've, th- I've been thinking about Ryan every once in a while because I've been oh, watching nice. a lot of South Park. So nice. hey, Ryan. But when you're like, Ryan, I'm like, who? <laughs> I know. I need to send these screenshots of the messages because I don't know if you guys know this, but. I'm the one posting on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I don't do social media. Like, Kendra's doing all the tech shit, and I feel so bad because I'm like, I'm well, a bad person. And I know that you don't want to be on it, right? So I'm not, I'm trying not, I'm just trying to say. I wish, I honestly wish, like, I'm glad that we have positive, like, all of our comments are pretty, yeah. are positive, right? We don't have negative yeah. ones yet. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to start getting negative, and I don't want you to be used to checking in on the comments just be, for that reason. Because I don't want to deter you to deter, if that's the right word, just because, like, I do feel like what we're we gotta we gotta focus on the positive oh, yeah. it's so easy to focus on the negative yeah no no, you know no, because yeah. we've gotten so much outpouring of positivity but that yeah, second that you. first bad review comes in what are we gonna fixate on you know what i mean i'm gonna um i okay this the reason why i said it is because people are messaging the uh, account yeah and if you want to talk to bobby just <laughs> comment in the picture she's tagged in all the pictures yeah and she'll reply to you there like you're gonna talk to me and sorry about it <laughs> like i'm no, not are you, i'm not apologizing <laughs> if you want to talk are to people Bobby, trying comment. to talk to me <laughs> i don't know i'm just like I has my mom been messaging to i told no, her i told no. her specifically i'm like stop it <laughs> i'm just like i don't know if you want to reach bobby but she's not here right now 
Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not a... You guys know where to find me on Instagram. The only people who are trying to find me via the podcast know me, and they're probably already following me on Instagram. You know how exactly. to get a hold of me. Like, exactly. let's not pretend like <laughs> I'm, you know, impossible to get a hold of because I'm not, unless you're my mom. Yeah. And if you've <laughs> met me in real life and are not a perv, you are welcome to follow me on Instagram. I just keep the pervs off. Cool. <laughs> just okay, keep the pervs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of pervs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kendra has been gracious because we've been doing a lot of Mormon shit and it's exhausting me. I'm sorry. So I was like, I want to teach you about something that I'm into or I know a lot about. And, you know, we're going to just kind of brush over. It's going to be a light dusting today because, like, we're not going to get too. It would be too hard to get too into it. But the podcast today is about cults because that's one of my favorite fucking topics. Mm. So I love it. I'm so I'm so excited. Like, do you know much about cults? Like, what's your what's your knowledge of cults? Um. Um, my knowledge of cults was from, uh, freshman year sociology with Mr. Cuff. And he said, now just skip over this part. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And just skipped over it. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I vaguely, I remember the picture, the Jonestown picture in the sociology book. Oh, I'm obsessed with cults. Like, uh, yeah. well, some cults, not a lot of cults but i love like hearing about like i watched the waco like um fx i might have a controversial opinion i might have a controversial opinion on waco honestly okay that's fine but i watched the waco amc like oh yeah little mini series that Mm -hmm. was cool i just love um i don't know my my best friend in eighth grade was a polygamous daughter and he believed he was a prophet and wait was she warren jeff's kid no 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 no, different yeah, no, polygamists are, like, I think the closest thing we have to, like, a very, like, people, like, I feel like most Utahns know a polygamist, right? Yeah. Well, they or, they they know or they don't know, but they know. Or, like, they at least see them in the Costco, you know. They're hiding in Yeah, they're, they're hiding, hiding in, in plain sight. sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, up here, up, up north, the polygamist sect is way different than the one down south. Like, yeah. I don't know the polygamists up here, but I do know the polygamists <laughs> down south. You know, like, I've... I've worked with them. Like I know, mm-hmm. like I'm friends with, I'm friends with some that aren't polygamous anymore. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I feel like in town, we'd have a couple lost boys, <clears throat> which is what they call the, the boys that get like thrown out of the cult. Yeah. Cause the old men don't <sighs> want competition. Honestly, a lot of the, um, things that I've heard about the, like fundamentalist groups that are around here and the way they treat their kids it makes me so sick and like sad so i don't know just just warn me if you're going to talk about that one um i don't i wasn't really going to go into anything around here just because like we know yeah (laughs) like like, i mean okay cool i don't want to i'm sure there's going to be like a time and a place for like the sects that have broke off of mormonism that have turned pretty culty you know what i mean yeah there, we're gonna. We'll probably have like a whole separate episode on that because there's shit that I didn't know that you knew. I mean, we've talked about this before on an, <laughs> an episode. This yeah, and I want to have my friend who is in that religion to like hang out with us one day and tell us all about it. Like, I want it to come from like the it's a girl, right? Games, not us. Yeah. Oh, that's that's even more deep, dude. Because all my plague friends are boys. Yeah. I've known um, so many polygamist girls. Hmm, interesting. Oh, really? That is yeah. really interesting. I know at least three. That's like a lot. I know. Holy shit. Because like, that's weird because I don't really know any polygamist girls. Wait, am I thinking of... I think one of the ones I'm thinking of 
is from the uh, Big Love series. So probably just two. <laughs> so you, I think you it's don't just actually two. know Chloe Savignon. <laughs> I don't. Is that what you're like, saying? Okay. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting tables the other day and these girls were like, do we know you? They're like, are you famous? And I'm like, yeah, I'm researching a part. Don't tell anyone. And they're like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, I'm not joking. Like, just look like. <laughs> this was like, well, your real job recently? Yeah, like, oh my God. Like, I'm going to get fired. Good thing everyone there loves me. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm like, no, I just look like the slutty cop on Reno 911. They're like, we've never seen that. And I'm like, well, I don't know how you know me. <laughs> Are you famous? Are you yes. famous? I have a podcast. Um, I, have a, I know. I was like, I kind of am getting a little bit panicky about that because I'm like, uh, eventually someone's going to know me. I did <laughs> not. Podcast. By the way, did not go to Walmart. When I was in Ridgefield, I was too terrified. I sent oh Spence and he and my mom tagged along and he was like, help. Poor Spence. <laughs> you know, it's funny. My sister's husband, Garrett, bless his heart, because he's so shy Um and like introverted like he yes, doesn't talk yes that's Spence 100% <laughs> yeah. yeah like Garrett will talk to me um sometimes and we've known each other for literally like I've lived with him for years <laughs> like we're like we're buddies yeah but I mean maybe I don't know what we are anymore but like um you know like so it's funny when my mom does stuff with him like you can see like he's read the whole time and you can tell he's just dying inside <laughs> <laughs> my Spencer holds his tongue a lot so does Garrett. Yeah, Garrett yeah. does too. Like, I think Garrett would get you, like, and he hears the stories that, like, Spencer's yes. heard. You know what I mean? Yes. And he's like, I want to kill her. Yes. Like, I want to kill her. And the fact that I have to just be, be nice and take her to Walmart with me. Yeah. How often <laughs> have I said that is, like, Spencer hears stories that makes his butt blood mm-hmm. boil. And yeah, then I'm same. like, oh, that, I mean, I didn't, that's what was one of the first clues is, like, Oh, that wasn't normal. Whoops. <laughs> oh, shit. So for him to be alone in the car and he's just like, Having to hear my mom's version of XYZ story that I told her, no, I said no, don't talk to me about XYZ weekend. And she's like, blah, no, blah, I blah, blah, no. blah. And I told her, I told her. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, I'm just. Oh he's gosh. like, people don't act like this. You're like, some <laughs> people do. All right. So I'm going to. Are we. I, can we, are you good with us jumping into the cult thing? Yes. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, gonna, this is just ADHD. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. And I took double my depression pills today, I think. Like, I'm pretty wow. sure. Well, see, that's what ADHD will do. I know. Whatever. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of get, like, Wikipedia on you for a minute, okay? Oh, yeah. Like, the start of a talk. The dictionary <laughs> says. The, Webster's defines love as <laughs> wedding as the molding of two hot metals. <laughs> there will be a lot of office jokes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In modern English, a cult is a social group that is defined by its unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs. Or by its common interest in a particular personality, object, or goal. The sense of the term is controversial, having di- divergent definitions both in popular culture and academia, and has also been an ongoing source of contention among scholars across several fields of study. The word cult is usually considered pejorative <coughs> um, or expressing contempt or disapproval. So, like, that is true. When you're talking about, like, cult now, um, mm-hmm. it's usually like, oh, my God, they're in a fucking cult, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's not always that. Uh, one... One time. Give me one example. Okay, because um, on on the list you said, what are your favorite cults? Uh, so I have some. So No, I mean, like I, my, fa- uh, my favorite cult's Jonestown because it's fucking banana sandwich. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Okay. 
that's why it's my favorite because I think it's so fucking interesting from start start like from when Jim Jones is a child on it's like so fucking interesting that's why it's my favorite not because I think it's like good do you have like a good cult in mind absolutely I do I have several good cults in mind well give me one for now we'll, have, we'll get back to it I have a favorite I have favorite cults um, give me one I want one okay <laughs> the my favorite murder podcast everybody who listens to it has the same fucking energy and I can spot them in a crowd and I went to this like artsy fartsy st- show and I was like this has so much like SSDGM energy I like am like dying to ask her if she's a murderino and turns out she was and I was like I knew it I fucking knew it I knew you're a murderino this is all screaming uh my favorite murder to me and so I like that cult you know I'm like that's a fun cult to be in I'm part of it I think a lot of people are I don't know if I would uh it's a fanatic I, it's for... It's a fandom. It's a fandom. That's, that's all I'm calling it. Like It's, it's, it's voracious. Personal, it, it attracts it's voracious. a personality. Because I don't... I personally don't like my favorite murder. I've tried several times. It's okay that you don't. No, okay I know. That but that's what I'm saying. Don't. Like, like, but I think we have, like, different personalities, correct? Uh, are you starting from the beginning? Because the beginning is shit, just like this podcast. What do you I'm mean? not saying our podcast is shit from the beginning. But I'm saying, like... Hop into like episode from oh. like, the middle, <laughs> the middle of the cult. Don't go to the grassroots of my favorite mood. Or I don't murder. think I did. I think I went and like found something that I knew I'd be interested in. That's what I always do with podcasts okay. is I go to like a guest that I like or a topic that I like. And then that's where I give them a chance. Not just something random. You can't do okay, that. That's okay, not fair. Okay. I, you know? I feel okay. I feel you. But it's okay. It's okay. I just like that. So cult. like what I'm saying, what I'm I saying like is, it. I don't really know if it's a cult or not. Like it's like saying that Comic-Con's just a cult gathering do you think that's what I, that is sure i think marvel is a cult and i i do not like marvel but everybody seems to be in love so i guess i take things way too seriously i've been like <laughs> even with like the religious stuff i took it way too seriously that's why i'm like i'm out <laughs> so no i don't think marvel fans or you know my favorite murder what murderinos is that what y'all are called yeah i do not believe you're in a cult it's i think fine. you you know okay anyways an older sense of the word cult involves a set of of religious devotional practice practices that are conventional within their culture um like cult culture um are related to a particular figure and are often associated with a particular place uh references to the cult a particular catholic saint or the imperial cult of the ancient rome of ancient rome for example use the sense of the word so that just means like it's culture it's like a culture thing okay so like a so, culture thing. I would I get I guess that I just I'm eating my own words right now <laughs> because I guess you guys are have a culture within my my favorite murder. Okay. 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 That's just my favorite one. <laughs> Why the literal and original sense of the word remains in use in the English language a derived a derived sense of excessive devotion arose in the 19th century which is Mm. important to that's Mm -hmm. what i that's what i think of is excessive Mm -hmm. devotion i don't think you're gonna like sell your house for my favorite murder you know no you're right so i'd be like i don't know your last five episodes kind of sucked because they're all fan favorites (laughs) well um but like this is 19th century right so it's just like how god got thrown into everything in the like the middle of the, the same century or whatever so um Getting in the 1930s, cults became the object of sociological study in the context of the study of religious behavior. Since the 1940s, the Christian counter-cult movement has opposed some sects and new religious movements, labeling them cults because of their unorthodox beliefs. Since the 1970s, the secular anti-cult movement has opposed certain groups and a reaction to acts of violence which have been committed by some of their members. It has frequently charged them with 
practicing mind control. Scholars mm. and the media have disputed some of the claims and actions and anti-cult movements leading to further public controversy. So <clears throat> there was, <laughs> I honestly believe this was a religious, um, it's like when, it's like how C the CIA controls different democracies, you know what I mean? Mm, like both. Mm -hmm. It feels like the Catholic church was losing membership mm -hmm. and they started to push the cult shit. Mm. And then it also, you know, you if you want to become a popular author, you write about what people are afraid about. So yeah. we're talking about The Exorcist came out in the 60s. Yeah. Um, God started, like in the 50s, God started to get inserted heavy. Uh, yeah, especially Nazi Germany the... was obsessed with religious relics. Like yep. there was a lot of different things, like just all religious stuff. Like Hitler straight up used the Bible as a weapon to like get people going. Yes. <laughs> um, well, so, and also I heard it, that, like, you know, um, God was not in the S Pledge of Allegiance until the war. And then they started being like, we are not communists. We are actually God-fearing people, and that's why we'll win. So just, like, started mm -hmm. growing and growing and growing from there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the Pledge of Allegiance didn't come out until, like, the 50s <laughs> or whatever. So, right. like, there's a bunch of, like weird shit like that and then maybe this is how i came and became into cult culture because i remember my mom always losing her shit about the devil and heavy metal music um, oh yeah. And, yeah satanic panic <laughs> satanic panic was huge and um everyone was like worshiping the devil the occult like everyone was human sacrifices like this was the big fear and i'm not gonna sit here and say that people haven't sacrificed other people on cult be like super satanic shit has gone too far with any like with any religion yeah um, but like, <laughs> I remember CDs getting broken in half, <gasps> you know, like I, my in brother your house. Yeah. My brother let me borrow Iron Maiden, Ugh. um, Ed Hunter, mm. which is my favorite album of theirs. And, um, I just don't like to sleep at night. Like I've, I'm always been a horrible sleeper and I would rather sleep during the day. And I, I like you walked into my room, like I woke up immediately and I was fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like once I'm up, I'm up and it takes me forever to go back to sleep. So I just was like struggling to go to sleep. And she blamed that album and she broke it in half. She like woke my brother up, started yelling at him and broke it in half <coughs> because she said I was filled with the devil. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's part of that satanic panic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which was huge back then. It started in the 70s, really heavy, like 60s and 70s. And then it went like hardcore. Um, some, some, somebody got murdered. There's a documentary about it called uh, Paradise Lost about these metalheads who got sent to prison because of the satanic panic, because someone got murdered. There was no evidence binding them to this crime scene, mm. except for the fact that they were into Metallica mm -hmm. <laughs> and they got, they've got sent to prison. So it's, it's an interesting documentary, but um, I'm going to continue reading a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I like it. Sociological classifications of religious movements may identify a cult as a social group with socially deviant or novel beliefs and practices although this is often unclear um, other researches present a less organized picture of cults saying that they arise spontaneously around novel beliefs and practices which is kind of I kind of believe that where it's mm -hmm. like there is that this new idea and that idea might be cool and then there's people that are like well let's take it a step further mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and we'll get I'm way all more in. into that I'm yeah. all into this yeah, yeah. um so groups labeled as cults range in size from local groups with a few followers to international organizations with millions of adherents. Um, so mind control. Let's discuss mind control. Okay. Um, 
This has become huge with cults. Uh, gaslighting is a huge thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Sleep deprivation. Can we talk about what gaslighting is real quick? Because yeah, people are confused about, about the term. I actually just watched a oh, documentary you to today talking about it. I mean, we can both okay, discuss you t- it. Okay, you do it. You tell So me. gaslighting is actually based off uh, like a 1930s film called The Gaslight, where a husband, in order to mess with his wife, keeps sneaking back into his house and turning up the lamp. And in old houses, um, it was all gaslit, right? Yeah. So if, he, if one lamp turned on, another one in the house would go dim. And it, he made his wife lose her mind. And that's where the term gaslighting comes from. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I learned that today. I'm so glad you did this research because I was like, yeah, I don't <clears throat> know, gaslighting. Um, that's so fascinating. Yeah. So it's like making someone believe uh, something they know to be true. Something that they can oh, see yeah. with their own eyes. Or um, just like... There's, all, there's another study, too, from, like, the 70s, where they have four lines. One's clearly the longest. And so a guy alone is saying, okay, yeah, it's this number three, number three, number three. And then they put a group of people in there who all know who they're all in on it. Mm-hmm. And they keep saying it's number two, which is clearly the shortest line. Mm-hmm. And the guy stops believing his, his own eyes. He's like himself. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Like, there's a whole psychology behind it and it's just human nature. It just, it just is what it is. Like it is easy to gaslight people. And I was thinking about that today about how I, sometimes I feel like I even gaslight myself where I'm like, yeah, if you're saying I'm wrong, I guess I'm wrong. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I need to quit doing I, that. <laughs> I do that too. I think it's called imposter syndrome. <laughs> and I'm like, is my back really hurting or am I just needing attention? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> your back's really hurting. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, what else do you have to say about gaslighting? Uh, just that it um, is undermining what you know to be true. And then the person who is gaslighting you is saying, I never said that or I never did that. or mm-hmm. You're crazy. You just imagined that yourself. So, yeah. Or like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so but like with mind control, um, oftentimes, or at least in my favorite cults, <laughs> there's starvation, excessive work, sleep deprivation, excessive drug abuse, uh, mm-hmm. isolation, and then gaslighting um, to get them like more pliable or easy to control. Mm-hmm. And that's just like common. Uh, the people who just got arrested for Nexium were doing that. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of the gaslighting going on because with the brand, mm-hmm. it was like, everyone made it okay like everyone was like well it's just what it's just everyone acting like it was okay made it be like i can't argue you know yeah like the girl who got the boob job in tiger king talks about that she's like i don't even get asked they just scheduled my boob appointment yes yes (laughs) and and she's like and i was just so grateful to get the rest it's like well you just checked a couple boxes that you are probably in a cult (laughs) that whole guy is so crazy weird he i don't like him doc uh, or whatever doc what would no Narakian or whatever <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> whatever i the fact that someone's like oh yeah i don't understand i don't even understand that culture i don't get it like i just don't get like the animal culture the big cat culture the thinking that yeah, man's no. attractive culture <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's like i am attractive and they're like yeah i guess so. yeah he's like, okay no, yep. i am <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I am. It's this stare into the safari hat. <laughs> Look me deep into my cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it's weird. This is where this is where a horse girls go to. This is where they end up. Listen, my kid is a horse girl. I'm so fucking scared, and I'm also so scared. I don't have enough money for it. 
She's literally obsessed. The good news is that, like, mm. in 10 years, the whole world will probably be gone. So, <laughs> that, is that the good news? All that the world as we know it. <laughs> okay, so what are your favorite cults we've hit? Uh, my favorite murder. I also think Costco is a cult. Like, I don't give a fuck about, like, the things you find at Costco for such a good deal, even though I will continually go there and just check things out. Um, Yeah, no, I don't have a Costco card, so maybe maybe I'm just weary of, like, I won't, I won't even get a Smith's card. (laughs) You don't want them tracking your purchases. I just don't think it's anybody's business, you know, which is weird, which is a weird thing to think, I feel. (laughs) Like, who cares? Yeah. What I'm buying, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't, you don't need to, no, it's fine. I will use someone else's <laughs> number, but I won't use yeah. mine. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly they're getting coupons for soy milk and they're like, what? <laughs> no, 2% baby all the way. <laughs> How dare you insult me like that? We're whole milk kind of people. I just was just saying. That'd be funny. Lisa's kids are whole milk. So I drink whole milk more now regularly, but um, I'm 2%. Yeah. Idle dairy 2% is the best forever. And then it's meadow gold, you know? Mm. So if you want to have a cold conversation about milk, I will I be Napoleon Dynamite. Not, is milk is milk a cult? Milk is a cult. No, I I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not. Okay, what's your next favorite? I don't have a whole lot. Like you mentioned, Nexium. I tried to get into a podcast about it, and then I tried to get into like a documentary about it. No, the whole thing's just fucking embarrassing. Nexium, as far as I'm concerned, is embarrassing. Like mm. everyone who got involved in that cult. I'm embarrassed for you, <laughs> but we're going to talk about it. Okay. So my favorite cult is Jonestown, just hands down. I feel like I randomly stumbled on it uh, at a public library. And then I just always remembered the name because it's like, it sounds like, like a Dollywood or something. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. and whenever it got brought up, I was just like, I was like, I'm there. I'm so there. Um, I read. Oh, I remembered watched... a cult. I remembered what? a cult. Which one? The Keanu Reeves cult. Everybody is like following keanu reeves for no reason he's just like in love he's just having a moment (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so anyways i've read and watched and listened to so much material on jonestown it has everything it seemed to start out as a good thing i think um even though jim jones from a very young age he would like go to church to church and then he like kind of saw how he saw like how it was mesmerizing how it was able to suck people in like he studied the psychology of religion instead of the spirituality aspect of it where he was like Mm -hmm. okay i can control people this way (laughs) so he you know he used it for evil not good um so uh anyways it has like uh he was setting up himself up to control a large congregation from an early age um and it has them fleeing the country starting their own commune that has just like the congregation doing slave labor, labor essentially, essentially, oh <laughs> while, 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 and Jim Jones is just doing like a fuck ton of drugs, and he got more and more paranoid. Wait, what and year is this? This is in this the is 70s, like, right? Yeah, seventies, um, eighties. Okay, I yeah. It's bad that I don't even know. <laughs> um, but uh, he was he was selling a lie of a utopia to the people that weren't there yet. So more people were coming, uh-huh. and the food was running yes. out. And there was, and like he had these people, like he'd wake them up in the middle of the night to do like training or to do like drills because he was telling them the U.S. government is going to come and kill you because of what you believe. Oh, no. And like, 
I would these be people, so scared too. Well, well, and like, can you imagine? Okay, so this is just like right after the revolution. The sixties were revolutionary as yes. far as like love was concerned, like yeah. community, um, free thinking. I feel people sort of kind of started to like see things with their own eyes instead of the eyes that they were given, right? So to see yeah. this, uh, the People's Temple, which was what it was originally called, and it started in like San Francisco, I believe. Um, it was like this social uh, community church. All races were welcome. It was completely um, integrated. Like they helped each other. He, Jim Jones, was a huge part of the community. Like he had a lot of political pull. He like helped out the community. That's wow. how it started. Like he yeah. did this. They were doing these great works, <laughs> and then. Whether it was his plan to lose his shit and have things go completely off the rails or if the power got to him or whatever. Like, there's instances where he would, like, make other members of the congregation beat up, member like, you know, someone for sinning or whatever. <laughs> like, there was, like, this weird, like, everyone it has a bad mark on him now. We're all in this together now sort of oh thing. My you know what I mean? Yeah. So when they all went to um, South America... <clears throat> and started Jonestown before he got there they were thriving okay okay they were all working together it was very socialist um everyone worked everyone played together everyone fed each other yeah. you know and then he came and he started droning on into the night over the loudspeaker these sermons <gasps> like people couldn't sleep through the night they had to work like 18 hour days in this heat humid heat and then they were just getting like rice for dinner <laughs> and Everyone was, like, stacked on top of each other. He was separating the families from each other. Like, there was a lot of fucking weird shit going on. All the while, he's saying the American government is going to come in mm -hmm. and kill us all, for your beliefs. Mm -hmm. And eventually, <laughs> everyone in um, the U.S., the, like, the family members of these people are like, okay, we're worried about our kids. Yeah. Someone go in. And a senator went and visited them. Oh. And that's when, all, that's when all hell broke loose, okay? Oh, no. So... <laughs> Was it, like, triggering for, like, Jones guy? What's his name? Jim Jones. Um, I Jim think it Jones. was just his... I think he knew he was losing control. That's This is my... This is just purely speculation. I feel he knew that he was losing it because, A, he was doing a lot of fucking drugs. And yes. he could see what... He had two eyes in his head. He was the only one getting, like, a full night's rest or whatever. There was too many people and not enough food. People were sort of kind of getting to unrest. Some people wanted to leave. Uh -huh. Um... And he could see that he was losing control. So he was starting, like, to, it, he, it, he could tell it was going off the rails. He's and trying then, to grip them harder, but they're slipping away faster. <laughs> yeah. And even at one point, because they're, you know, this is where the term don't drink the Kool-Aid comes from, because that's how they all died, was cyanide and Kool-Aid. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. At one point, he um, woke them all up in the middle of the night, had them all come to the pavilion and said, this Kool-Aid's poison, drink it, just to see how, how devoted they were. Mm -hmm. and um he was kind of like you can drink it here or you can get shot like that was kind of the mentality because he had guys with machine guns all around too oh so this um senator comes to check in on people like seven people leave not a, not a ton maybe it was more than that mm -hmm. but not a ton of people leave a few of them leave and uh jim jones sends like his boys away his wife and his kid his two sons are he sends them away and to go to the city for whatever reason, because he knows he's about to kill mm -hmm. almost a thousand people. Mm -hmm. And he brings all the people in the pavilion and makes them drink 
cyanide and flavor aid it wasn't even kool-aid it was flavor aid which is too bad for flavor aid because it was great marketing Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) and 909 people died a third of which were children from what jim jones called revolutionary suicide and if it's all on video it's all on um audio you can listen to the whole thing where he's just encouraging people to it on purpose yeah he's like hurry 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 they're coming hurry they're gonna kill you they're gonna kill your kid you just get to decide like it's your turn like you get you get to decide you get no one was coming for him no one yeah yeah like and uh, there's people like arguing and stuff but it again he had armed guards there i think he died of a self-inflicted bullet wound um but he sat there and watched 908 people die (laughs) before he did it like this man is crazy and it's just like i don't know what do you do if you're in that position because like i want to start a commune and like work together and like feed each other but i don't like like when is that society turned into like something of paranoia where you and then like joining something like that well, right, because like we, we, we've talked, and now now you're under threat of imaginary government, right? I well, and like I think so part sad. of part of the thing was obviously there was some. I mean, this is San Francisco in the '70s, right? There was obviously some anti-government thought processes going on there. Yes. How hard was it to really hook them right. on "fuck the government, free love"? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it eventually turns into, I have nowhere to go. We're, like I'm in a foreign country. I'm not even sure they like went there with passports and or he was holding their passports or something. So like they were truly stuck right. there. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of them believed the message up until the end though. Yeah. But who's to say the oh message wasn't necessarily bad, you know what I mean? Like the execution of it was terrible. <laughs> but like I said, I mean, you just don't suddenly walk into a cult and it's suddenly the most extreme that it is. Right you know it doesn't start that way like you and i have talked about it like with lindy because lindy has property in north carolina where we're like let's just all go start a commune in 10 years what does that look like you know yeah yeah. (laughs) like we're all pretty isolated from the real world and then that's not good and then there's all these like kid like person different personalities and kids and like i'm sure we're taking in people here and there and stuff like that like where does it go you know (laughs) my friend wants to start a commune and then put halo on a horse and make her a general of the commune (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about that? I mean, she'd be happy because she's on a horse, so. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, but horse girls are scary, man. (laughs) Exactly. That's why she's the general. No, you want like a fair, kind general, not a scary horse girl general. (laughs) She's defending the property. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, no, she would turn into, she's like, she's the the Jim Jones of the group, Halo. My cute little Halo. She's very charismatic right now. I'm going to get her a pair of sunglasses. We're all under (laughs) rain and terror right now. So she's three. She's three. It is is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's uh, that's just kind of like a brief, you know, (sighs) Jim Jones. And you did that in like 10 minutes. That was like impressive. Well, I just I was like, here's all the information I have. on. Here's the whole Jonestown thing. Right (laughs) off my brain. No, um, because I it just I don't know. It's just so weird to me because i feel like there is a time too when having like a fierce full forceful preacher is what you want right that's like i'm serious right, about want- my i'm serious about my mission i'm serious about like i have no doubts i'm confident yeah. this is what we're doing yeah. 
And then, you know, he drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Sad. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine walking into that fucking horror show of 909 nope. people, a third being children? Nope. Revolutionary suicide. Nope. Don't like that. Yeah. I mean, but it, I, I don't know. Like. That's why I'm not like. That's why I'm an eyelash lady, because I'm like, well, this is safe from all gore and sadness. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the most hilarious cult. Which one do you think is the funniest? Um, uh, shit. Mine is Scientology. Which... Okay, because I was thinking there's a Facebook group where they just talk about bananas all day, and I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> But you're talking about actual cults again. No, I mean, I like that you're not. I think that's great. It's a good contrast. Um, Bananas. There's a a cult of bananas on Facebook. All they talk about is bananas. (laughs) It's weird. Um, I mind Scientology, and um, I regret even speaking of them because they are the most aggressive. Have you watched anything, watched or read anything on Scientology? No. It is insane. Like, it's insane. You have to buy. You have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to progress in Scientology. I have heard about this. Leah Remney. Freaking Tom yes. Cruise is in it. Yeah. No, my brother-in-law went to the Scientology. Um, Celebrity Center? Talks- yes. In LA? And then, yeah, because they live there. And it's yeah. like, he's told me a little bit about it, but like, that is. He's not going to join, is he? Oh, no, absolutely not. Okay, he was likening it unto like some other people some other different cults that we've talked about so i was like oh that's interesting um yeah no like i feel like their whole setup is just funky as fuck like i don't i always just try to imagine where you have to be mentally to be like okay yeah because like you have to hold on to these tubes and tell like your lies or whatever it's so weird oh what (laughs) they're a fucking you don't need to hold tubes for that you can just no we're not we're not telling our lies telling all of our sins that's what i meant not lies sins. that's what we're doing right now yeah um but yeah i regret even like mentioning them because they once you're on their radar you're never off of it oh fuck off. like they're definitely like the type that's like like they'll, they're gonna try to bully you into submission and it's like dude if someone's talking shit about you the best thing to do is just walk away <laughs> not like yeah. track them down <laughs> like just be like okay i'm fight? sorry you believe that but like they do like so much wild shit and like the first of all there's a lot of people who were just born into scientology yeah like leah remney was born into scientology what or wait no she wasn't they joined when she was like eight or something or teenager oh my or gosh. something so like she didn't join it when she was a celebrity she was already in it but they're like, if Leah Remini can escape, then so can we, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there like, are. If Scientology is going to come after us, then it'd be fine. <laughs> I'll just call her up and be like, "Yo, bitch." Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, they're obsessed with celebrity, so it's not surprising to me that they have people who um, were raised in this religion because it's not a huge religion. I mean, everybody yeah. knows about it just because it's so wackadoo. But I just think it's like hilarious that. Just the idea that L. Ron Hubbard, like a shitty fucking sci-fi writer, busted out this <laughs> absurd religion. And people just give him so, they just, so much money, dude. <laughs> so much fucking money is just getting handed over. I don't know how they do it. Like, I don't, like, I've watched stuff and I'm just like, and they have like smart people in their religion, in their cult. 
It's like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Like, I don't know how the fuck they do it. Like, I almost want to just go deep undercover just to figure it out. But, like, I feel like that's too much of a risk. Like, I'm not going to risk it. But, I'm not like, mentally prepared enough to escape after I'm in. I'll just buy into it. <laughs> you're just it. like, okay, here's $400,000 and my <laughs> child. But they. <laughs> They do this thing where they want you, there's different levels and each level requires more money. And I feel like the dudes at first are not that crazy. And then the more you're in and like, don't have a way out, you have to pay more and more or have to just give your whole entire self. Um, like they have the kids on like this fucking boat that's just plowing around the ocean, like from a young age. (laughs) And they're just like little slave children in some fucking fake Navy. (laughs) It's just, so wild i like it's like the boy scouts for <laughs> yeah but like i don't think they're teaching them anything valuable and like tom cruise has like 12 medals for what <laughs> for what for your for middle fucking... tooth <laughs> um but like the i don't know just the whole thing like they separate the kids from the parents it's like you're an individual even if you have kids like it's like you can't from what i've heard like even if you like saw your parent because everyone always has a watchdog on each other mm-hmm. and like you get extra points if you tell on someone it's like this fucking mm-hmm. new abortion ban in texas where it's like if you know someone who's got an abortion we'll give you 10 grand it's like excuse me no way <laughs> yeah. what texas is a cult for fucking sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's like uh it's the punishment for um, getting an abortion after you've been raped is more than the punishment of raping the person fucking yeah. war on women's bodies i want to just like punch people i know right it's like leave me alone um but yeah the celebrity like uh freaking christy alley's in it john travolta tom cruise like half of that 70s show cast is in it <laughs> i'm just like i i don't know i don't get what the poll is but like i think it's like f- funky and like silly it's goofy as fuck and like i (laughs) i like devour everything i see about it because i'm just like i don't get it because like the people that are talking you're like these are seem like intelligent human beings like how the (laughs) fuck did they were they just like okay you know but i feel like that's what uh you know there's certain things in people's life where they're just like they're intelligent until this one thing hits and then their brain just completely shuts off and you're just like Mm mm-hmm Okay, follow your heart in L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> I want to look up L. Ron Hubbard because I'm imagining No, you Ron need to see, you need to see his him. face. Look at his face. Look him up. It's everyone. Stop what you're doing. Google L. Ron Hubbard. I don't even care if you're driving. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have this imagery. You know how I imagine all your boyfriends to be like hot Wilfred Brimley? <laughs> this yeah is, no this is it this is it right ron here. ron hubbard is not ron howard is l no l ron hubbard l what period. a goon this fake name i know hat. i know and it's like yeah. <laughs> what in the white <laughs> yeah what guy the white is this fucking picture yeah there's like a whole like thing where there was like a volcano and everyone died and then our souls got like I don't know. I don't know the whole thing. I didn't really. I didn't really want to deep dive because I don't believe they deserve our attention. But this is like, what's that uh, Tesla guy's name? Um, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. But but Ron Hubbard has L. Ron Hubbard has not invested back into himself. You know what I mean? Like Tesla's a cult, but 
like at least like, this is like, like his lips are gonna himself. explode they're like oh so gosh. swollen <laughs> he's clearly like not getting enough circulation but mrs wall can tell him all about that <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay so uh most terrifying cults do you have one <laughs> no Okay, well, I don't want to... Like I said, I don't know anything about cults. Let me think for just a second. I think this is going to be like a short bonus episode, honestly. No! Um, no, Most terrifying cults. I'm going to say... Is there any cults besides Nexium that make you cut into your skin? That would be terrifying. Okay, well, mine's, that's kind of what mine's about. Because, okay. I mean, not to be totally generic, but the Manson family is the freakiest cult to me because it feels like it has potential to repeat itself. Um, Charles Manson is a lost soul, but he was everywhere in L.A. Like, he stayed at the Beach Boys' house. Okay, like, wait, he wrote he wrote what? a song for the Beach Boys. Okay, Charles Manson. Gotta Charles Google Manson. Him. Because he's not, um, what's the guy with the rock, with the kids, the two kids with the pink hair? Gene. With the pink hair? Marilyn Manson. Oh, Marilyn Manson. Okay, well, Marilyn Manson's named after something... Be- okay, and he- then his guitarist is Twiggy something. But he's named after something beautiful and something heinous. So it's Marilyn Monroe and Marilyn... Ma- or uh, Charles Manson. That's where he gets his okay. name. Okay, okay. His name's Charles- actually Brian something. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Charles Manson. Oh, he's scary. Yeah, he's got a fucking swastika carved into his head. Or a cross or whatever. Oh. Upside down cross. He's scary. So, he's like 70s scary, but then he's continually scary. Yeah, and like he honestly had just like the textbook, uh, you know, psychopath upbringing. Dude never, he like never stood a chance. Um, and he convinces a bunch of middle, like when I say that he never stood a chance, his mom was a, uh, she was a prostitute. Okay. She got pregnant by a John. Um, Wait, she never wanted okay. him. What's a John? Just a, just uh, a random uh, guy. One of her clients. So he never, like, he didn't, she didn't want him. Um, he got raised by his grandma. She didn't want him either. He was in and out. Like, it's actually really a sad story, but it's also, like, how the worm <laughs> turns. You know, this is yeah. how. So. Um, Explain everything to me slowly because I'm following <laughs> along, but also this edible is a little bit. <laughs> it's starting. kicking on in. Okay. No, so, like, he's just this lost little guy soul that's, like, a hippie and he knows the right people um because again he's hanging out with the beach boys in the 60s like he knows he just people know who charles manson is in la Hmm. right Hmm. so um he gets he convinces a bunch of middle class to rich youngsters who are pissed off at their parents Mm -hmm. that he's some kind of messiah um (gasps) and then uh and in my opinion rich kids can't compute reality and don't really understand consequences because they never had to experience them Okay. So they yeah, were exactly. some sort of anti-flower child, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, they were, like, oh, okay. they were like there for the flower child movement, but they weren't doing flower chi- child things except for, like, a fuck right. ton of LSD. They were, like, <laughs> Antifa, but for for the other people. They were, they were the pho against the, the flower So children. they were fascists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if they hadn't, like, uh, if they hadn't cut a baby out of Sharon Tate's body... I wouldn't have been like, oh, this is a dumb cult. Oh, this is Sharon Tate's mm-hmm. murder? Yep. Oh, I'm so sad. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the only reason I know anything about this. Well, the reason why that movie sucks, I mean, I love that movie. I think it's great. But the whole time I was anticipating her murder, and this is a spoiler, spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's been like two years and we've been through a pandemic. What are you watching? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twilight again? <laughs> I mean, I watched that too, but I also watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> the first thing I watched was 
all five movies of Twilight. <laughs> I started the first one. And I was like, that'll do me. <laughs> like 30 minutes in, I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I, I was committed. I can't. I just can't get over that he's in high school, man. <laughs> I know. Why would you spend eternity in high school? Why don't you fake, wait, fake going to college or something? Or like, I don't know, not go to school. <laughs> <laughs> but well, how will like, you meet weird babes? Where will I meet a girl who looks like she needs to take a shit all the time? <laughs> um, I can't stand her, by the way. Why does she keep getting good roles? Hollywood, tell me. Someone at me at that. Why? You know Tarantino's whole thing is to like alter reality just a little bit. No, I know that, but you don't know how he's going to do it, right? That's exactly. what I love him. I love Tarantino. He's a great filmmaker. But like through the whole entire thing, I'm waiting for her murder, right? And you're falling in love with her through this whole entire thing. And then at the end of it, she doesn't. And you're happy. And then you're walking to your car. <laughs> you know, I went to an opening night. Oh. And you're walking to your car and you're like, she, Fuck, that's she not how it died, ended. Yeah. That's not how it ended. And Phil Spector, her husband, he went mm-hmm. fucking crazy and killed a couple people. Oh my God. Like, he's in prison, right? He died in prison. Wow. So if they hadn't done what they did, and they killed um, two other people. Um, like, there was two other murders, too. The... It was like a, a, Mex- a Mexican family, I believe. Um, a so couple. wait, okay. Charles Manson, he decides he's like he's trying to start a race. War. He's trying to start a race war. Oh, because he's in Hollywood, right? I think he just had it in his head that it was inevitable. This was a very volatile time in our country. Yeah, with the civil rights movement. Yes, and then you like know. there was lots of Mexican like riots too, right? Well, and this is also the time. This is the civil rights movement. This is the like John F. K. JFK. Bobby Kennedy, MLK, um, like I think Malcolm X even, these people are getting murdered. They're getting assassinated because they believe that everyone deserves the right to be equal. All yeah. races are equal. Yeah. You know, this is still like in the 60s, segregation was still happening, you know? Yeah. Like in some places. I guess the zoot suit riot was in the 40s, so I'm thinking of a different time on that one. But but he knew that he could. Yeah. He, I, think his, I think his goal was just to disrupt yes and he had his finger on the pulse in that the tensions were high between the races for sure as they still are you know what i mean like if something like this happened right now i I wouldn't be surprised i'm actually like this is why i think this is one of the more terrifying cults because we have a bunch of you know entitled weirdos yeah who are just looking i've watched so many lost middle class kids just follow someone stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. i mean just to fall because they're just young and naive and they need to go out to the real world but there is that time that if you catch them at a certain you know couple years between 18 and like 23 if you catch them and indoctrinate them you're fucked like they're, yeah. they're that's that's them yes you know yes you can you can do a lot of things with them because yeah, there's like the ro- 18 19 year olds are just fucking stupid yeah that's why you got to get them then yeah, and it's like there's a lot of like that, like you know, what society pressures, all this stuff, and you you bend or you break, you know. And I think these were kids who were breaking, but they were also like, you know, they were pretending to be one thing and they were another. Like they were still getting yeah. funded by their parents. Like Charles Manson was getting funded by the upper middle class, you know. He was living at musicians' houses. He was writing songs for the Beach Boys. Yeah. He was living, you know, with these people. Like you just can't. I mean, you can squat. But, I mean, they were getting their money from something. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. of course, they were selling drugs and all this shit. Yeah. But he got a group of fucking followers. <laughs> and they did some fucking heinous shit. And it freaks me the fuck out. 
you know, um, political cults are also very terrifying to me because it's one thing that quickly becomes another, just like Jonestown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we've seen a lot lately, people absolutely lose their sense. Yeah. Um, It's very reminiscent of the People's Temple, you know, so which, you know, it, it led to Jonestown. Right. Like it can, you can start with being like, I want to change my country because I'm not happy with it. And then it can yeah. turn into uh, uh, January 6th. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quickly. Exactly. Yes. Like, and you know, this is, this is a struggle because I don't think everyone who supports Trump is a bad person, but yeah. there are like, I don't think everyone who was in Jonestown, you know, that was Jim Jones, you know what I mean? Like, right. Right. I right, feel right. like they went to, into it with good intentions and then went too far. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, they couldn't see when it was, the when it was away. yeah when it was time to go to, to go <laughs> and that is the real issue right it's like you have to be and this is what where gaslighting comes into play because if you in your head think okay it's time to go but everyone around you is saying it's not time to go mm-hmm. even if they everyone else around you is thinking it too what you think is everyone no one's thinking the same thing yeah so it, we <laughs> all have our facades don't we yeah we do um so like what I, happened with charles manson uh, they got caught and, um, it so was did like everybody in the, it, you said it was a Manson family, right? Yeah. So he wasn't actually for, there for any of the murders. He just directed them to go do these hits. So he's like and a mobster. No, not even. Nope. Not even. Oh, not even that. Okay. Mm-mm. He's a, he is preaching this like anti-gospel of like, you sh- I mean, if you really want to be like, he's annoying, but he's always just like, I'm what you rejected. I'm the child you never wanted. Look at me. Like, he's like really a hurt child, uh-huh. but he's also preaching. He's constantly blabbering. He'll talk to anyone about anything like they're serial killers because they were all in, like death row together. They're like, I do not uh-huh. want to be around this fucking guy. I hate him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like serial murderers who are like, this guy is fucking annoying. Leave, like, I need to be away from him. Wow. Because all he does is talk and spout. And some of it actually is revolutionary thought. Sure. But cutting a baby out of a, a woman is not. <laughs> like, that's a psycho thing. But he wrote, like, pig on the wall and then Helter Skelter. Um, and he said he got that off the White Album from the Beatles. Like, he was just on a fuck ton mm. of drugs. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, some Scary of them turned, sense. some of them didn't. Uh, they did their prison sentence. He died in prison, I think. I think he's dead. Um but he, I think he went up for, every time he went up for parole, like, the nation straight up revolt. They're like, no, absolutely not. Do not let him out. You know, like, he he scared the hell out of a whole entire country. And, I mean, duh, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. as How far sad. as, like, pol- a political cults, like, I've seen, um, I've had conversations with, like, my dad. I'm not, I'm not just bashing on one person, one brand of whatever. Yeah. I was having a conversation with one of like, like a democratic lesbian <laughs> and I was pissed because I wanted Bernie to have the nomination and Hillary did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so fucking stupid. And she's like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. As long as my side wins, I don't care who's the president. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? So, okay. <laughs> All right. Like if Hillary had been running against anyone, but Trump, I, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if she was going against like John Kerry or something. Yeah. She, w- you know, I mean, she lost anyways, yes. but like she really would have fucking lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. 
So it's just like the people that are just like, I'm just in this organization. I don't need to think anymore because I'm in this organization. I'm just going to blindly follow them. That is an issue. People just, that's very cult-like behavior. Yes. What about Blue Lives Matter? Is that a cult? You know, I'm glad you brought this up because I was thinking about this today. Um, And I'm going to tell a story that just happened recently in Panguitch. And it made national news. Mm. And this is a kid I know. He's younger than me. (laughs) Um, I'm tight with his mom and his brother. His aunt is my cousin. She married my cousin. Like, this is a kid I know. Mm-hmm. He arrested a girl for and charged her with a hate crime because she tore up a Blue Lives Matter sign in front of him. Now. He's a <laughs> cop. He's a real cop. He's a cop. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't just like, you're under citizen's arrest. No, he's a real cop. Oh, he, he, what? For a hate crime. Okay, now listen. I think it's lame that she did that you know like whatever yeah. but the fact that he is so out of touch with reality that he thinks that's a hate crime i don't even know what to say yeah. like yeah. i'm speechless and this is a kid that i like <laughs> and the cops did the thing they released a statement and it's the sheriff and i know him and again i really like him on a personal level mm-hmm. and he just said you know Cree is a de- de- decorated soldier he doesn't have any complaints against him which i don't even know if that's true and it's like, but why arrest, like, arrest them for disorderly conduct? Arrest yeah. them for destruction of private property? Right. Arrest them for, you know what I mean? Yeah. A hate crime? No. Do you, does, like, he needs a history no. lesson. Yeah. Like, he needs a serious fucking history lesson. So, I don't know. I think blue lives don't matter because they don't blindly follow. Because I when it comes to January 6th, blue lives don't fucking matter, do they? I just think there's no such thing as blue lives. Like, if you're choosing your profession, that's not, like, that's... That's something you can change at any it's time. It's completely different. It's not, like... And anyway. I, don't, I don't think just... Uh, you know, I, I think it's supposed your... to be a really good, positive thing about, like, you know, honoring the New York Fire Department and Police Department after 9-11. Like, it started off as, like... It started off something good. Yeah. yeah. And then they turned it into something that was just, like, anti-Black Lives Matter, right? Yep. Pretty much. I mean, pretty much. And then, like, people who are, like, so patriotic, but they completely defiled a flag to turn it into the thin blue line. Like, that's anti-patriotic, motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> stop recoloring the flag. I love those people, like, on TikTok that are defacing other people's property by coloring in the other colors to make it, like, a pride flag, too. <laughs> but still um, not I... good. That's still illegal to destroy other people's property. Yeah, I honestly, like, I think it's lame that that girl tore up that flag. Yes. You know? Yeah. Is it something I would have done when I was 21 years old? Probably. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like... Well, did you hear about those people in Holiday that are getting notes on their doors saying, like, as... Um, I'm I'm sure you're not aware what Black Lives Matter stands for, so here's some resources. And we will assume that you will be taking these signs down by the next time we come through town. Because we are, pro- we are uh, protecting our troops and supporting our troops, and we do not welcome you into our community. Most troops are black. What the fuck are they talking it's about? Just like, it's just like, what does that have okay, to do with so, troops? So those people oh <laughs> that don't like the Black Lives Matter sign on their property are like targeting those people for what? Is that a hate crime? <laughs> That's scary. I think it's destruction of private property, period. Like, and I honestly, like, we well, had just a bla- don't threaten bodily harm to people that have Black Lives Matter signs or Blue Lives Matter signs. Well, right. I think you should just, like, let people believe what they fucking believe. But, like, it's also, like, 
really disrespectful but it also shows me just who you are like i'm all about like i know that being a cop isn't an easy job Mm -hmm. that's actually why i'm so for defunding the police instead of just handing them a bunch of military grade weapons let's start educating them let's require them to have a bachelor's degree you know what i mean like let's really invest in them invest in them because they are risking their lives every day yeah (laughs) and let's make it so you know this 23 25 year old i don't know how old he is doesn't have a nervous breakdown when someone fucking tears up a sign in front of him and charges them with a fucking hate crime. Mm-hmm. Give them some race theory, you know, education about, you want to know what a hate crime is? It's when you are this, 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 or this, and people aren't, our people are directing, directly attacking you. Yeah. Or Cops, put them in therapy you, <laughs> so that they figure out how not to be reactionary and immediately right. reach for the worst thing that they can do. Right. Instead of being like, okay, let's mediate the situation and have everybody be safe. Right. Like, I, I mean... <laughs> I just had a woman tell me I had, okay, I had a table set up, full set up for tea and she wanted to sit there because it was her birthday and with a reserved thing on it. And I was like, yo, <laughs> it's reserved. You're like, and, no, you're not invited to this party, sweetie. <laughs> and she goes, I just think it's really tacky because it's my birthday. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Fucking Leo's. It, this was a Leo, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I looked at the, I just looked at the calendar and I'm like, sure fuck it was. I don't know why I didn't connect those dots, but I was just like, if you like, like, it's like, why can you, what people are going to act shitty and you just have to put up with it. That's just part of the job. If I had a gun, I would have shot her. Maybe (laughs) if you were an untrained officer, I would have might've charged her with a hate crime. (laughs) No, that just kind of bummed me out because I just feel like he's, missing out and he is a soldier too like yes there's a whole lot going on just because so we need I'm to like, support our troops and we need to support our police officers by giving them what they need yeah and cops need to quit killing people it's called due process period it's, it's called you're not the executioner bro. yeah you're not everything brosive anyways side tangent where over. where are we <laughs> on this outline here okay the occult and its roots so okay there's a difference between the occult and the occult okay Okay. So um, this is from digitalcultlibrary.com. So a cult is generally considered to be a religious, spiritual, or philosophical fringe belief system developed, as we talked about, perpetuated, um, espoused, and or enforced by a singular charismatic leader. Okay. The public That's perception. The cult, right? Yeah. The public okay. perception is that people who join cults are brainwashed or otherwise forced to stay with the group after being lured in by false promises or, or, idyllic f- or the idyllic facade of the group. While this has been true for some cults, it is just as likely that a group considered to be a cult is a small coalition of people with the same uncommon philosophy that choose to live, work, and or worship together as they have not found acceptance or satisfaction within mainstream religion or society. The exact definition of what what constitutes a cult is debated in so small part to the world's negative connotation so you could say like okay so this is what you're saying you think that you know my favorite murderer is a cult because you guys could technically (laughs) yeah because we're like a little society you know you're you're a little with our signs and coalitions yeah (laughs) an uncommon philosophy that choose to live work (laughs) and worship together and have not found acceptance (laughs) (laughs) so um that's a cult as we know it mainstream that's a cult right Mm. Because so you're talking about a cult. A cult. Like one cult. That is a singular cult. And then I'm going to tell you what the definition of the occult is. Okay. So the OCCULT one. The OC. That's what they were talking about. Okay, the right Orange now. County cult. The, the, 
Did you watch the OC, by the way? No, I was not allowed. Oh Plus, also, um, everybody started like slicing words in half, like totes adorbs, because of bullshit like the OC. And I was like, don't think I'm going to be involved in that show because I'm finding you slightly annoying. Okay, weird thing. I love the OC in Richfield. And then when I moved to Pinkwich, all the boys love the OC. What? <laughs> How, like we, like I feel like all my guy friends own all the seasons on DVD. Like, What's the OC song? California. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, so I do, I do sing that. Okay. Um, and then when I tried to kill myself, I went home and just watched the OC for like a week. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. So How sad. No, it was like very therapeutic. I felt like I needed it. It was like um. It was coming to terms with a lot of things. Like the high school wasn't all bad because this was a good show and there was Aww. memories around it. And that would be like if I wanted, I was so sad and I just came home and popped in reruns of Flavor of Love or something like that. <laughs> Flavor, Flav. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the occult. Uh, okay. Translating roughly to that which is hidden. Um, mm. The exact definition of the occult and what constitutes occult practices can vary. The term only began to be applied in more recent centuries and has been retroactively applied to various practices and belief systems. In modern popular usage, the term occult generally applies to topics such as Satanism, dark magic, witchcraft, and demonic summoning. Oh, uh, man. So when I summon my mom, I'm technically a part of the occult. Demon summoning. I'm, it was I'm a joke. doing... Da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry. That's pretty funny. Um, in an academic sense, it applies more often to the topics of astrology, alchemy, Kabbalah, uh, divination. What? I don't know what that is. Oh wait, Kabbalah. <laughs> Kabbalah. <laughs> Kabbalah. Kabbalah. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm putting it on a shirt. Uh, <laughs> Kabbalah. Oh, Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Uh, <laughs> divination. Uh, scrying. I don't know what the fuck that is. Contacting or summoning angels or demons. Ritual magic. Magic. Certain historical secret societies or mystery cults. Uh, hermeticism. Do you know what that is? Like being no. a hermit? I don't know. What? Uh, I don't being know. a hermit is, is considered a cult? Well, I mean, maybe. I think people think that, like, um, people who live in the woods alone are witches, right? So, yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. I'm, You're a hermit, or, technically. You know what? They need it. They need to be far away. Just let okay. them live. No, uh, let's magi- see. <laughs> magic ruins. Herm- no, it's hermeticism is a label used to designate a philosophical system that is primarily based on the purported teachings of Hermes. Oh, okay. What are the hermetic, hermetic teaching? Everything has poles. Everything has a pair of opposites. Like oh, and so unlike like are the and same. Yang. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, some forms of mysticism and esoteric religious practices, obviously that covers quite a large subject matter. Yeah. Um, a good way to char- characterize the cult is to return to its basic translation. Genuine occult topics that have been traditionally kept secret are available only to a select few. Um, mm. This is done through coded language and metaphor, um, see alchemy. Mm-hmm. In- initiation, such as a secret society, secret alphabets, special tutelage mm. by a master practitioner, or like <laughs> runes, or like Reiki masters, mm-hmm. or okay, or keeping only an oral tradition that must be passed down through such a student-teacher dynamic as ka- Kabbalah uh, <laughs> <laughs> was said to happen literally. <laughs> that's what I'm calling it from now on. So, <laughs> the idea of keeping knowledge secret was done um, with the pretense that it 
it was too dangerous and powerful in the hands of the uninitiated or unworthy. So that's Much- like people with their like secret bands that they are a fan of. They're like, I'm not telling you my secret band. I guess like that. I was thinking more like the Book of the Dead off the mummy. Oh. <laughs> Much like requiring a license before being allowed to operate a vehicle, a person must be properly trained in order to safely practice the mm. occult arts. Mm. That's why my dad did not want me to tack on palm reading to my manicures. Because he's like, well, you haven't been properly trained. And I'm like, okay. Dad, I refuse to be properly when you listen trained, to this part, <laughs> when to you told me that you were going to tell me about palm reading and instead you just read my palm and was like, hmm, interesting, hmm, interesting. You weren't teaching me palm reading. You were just saying, hmm, interesting. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time, teach about. me some skills. <laughs> Actually, teach me something, Papa. <laughs> Father, can you hear me? So then I could tack it onto my manicures. Make my- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so the occult is just like pretty much what people. Okay, so I think it's Masonic shit. I think it's okay. um, secret societies that we've had throughout the years. And then also just like people do witchcraft and shit like that. I think it's just to be freaky, just to freak people out. I think the Church of Satan is just a religion, you know? I think the Church of Satan is just a bunch of funny trolls. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that too. Okay. I, know, I know a few. Okay. <laughs> um, so, do you think fraternities and sororities are cults? Well, um, there is like a specific amount of psychological and physical and mm-hmm. sometimes sexual abuse that makes you be entered into it. So, probably, yeah. Yeah, I've always kind of got the heebie-jeebies from fraternities, more more fraternities and sororities. But I think it's all. I think sororities are more like oh yay and fraternities are more like we're men and we run the world so whatever (laughs) everyone (laughs) Um, whip out your dicks (laughs) yeah it's like paddle it um (laughs) with my with my tongue oh Uh, my god (laughs) no uh what kind of what is that a fraternity that you're running okay you know it's funny i have uh i know this guy and he was like i was in a fraternity and like I was with some of my friends. We were all like looking at each other, and he's like, "Nothing sexual happened. Nothing weird. Nothing sexual happened." Oh my like, gosh! Ha- of course, you- sexual happens. <laughs> <sighs> but they have like uh, these secret handshakes, and then it's generational. Like people who are in a fraternity, just joining a fraternity now, can hit up someone who was in a fr- that same fraternity fifty years ago and get like a really cush job just because of yes, the fraternity they were in. That's true. Ah, oh, damn! I should have put my husband in a fraternity. <laughs> No, I think we need to stamp them out. But okay, I also okay, am okay. like, maybe not, though, because I guess do what you want. But I don't like the idea of secret societies running everything. Yeah, you're right. Like, Freemasons technically are every powerful person in the con- in the world is a Freemason. That's technically, that's, that's the rumor. Hmm. It would be easy to run for president if you were a Freemason. Right. Because they control, like, everything. Like, they control the lobbyists. They control, like, a lot of senators and shit or that. Interesting. And I feel hmm. like there's a lot of Freemasonry aspects to fraternities. I feel like that's a huge part of it. And, like, people who have, like, you know, class rings and stuff. Oh, yeah. We just My had, husband got a class ring and I was like, okay, you can have it. We but. just, no, like, it's from, like, certain, like, fraternities and stuff. Right, because it's not, if it's you not can, class if rings, you, like a fraternity ring that looks like a class ring. Oh, I see. So p- if you were like out and about in the business it, environment, yeah. then somebody will be like, I recognize you as a brother and like... Mm-hmm. And they'll like oh, give the secret handshake. Like oh. when I... We just had a bunch of fucking uh, Republicans staying at the hotel for a conference and so many... I noticed how many of them had like these weird 
looked like class rings but weren't ring you know what i mean mm. and i was like i wonder why mm. <laughs> so scary. i think i think most political you know democratic or republican it would be the same thing it doesn't matter yeah what, what fucking sides they're they're gonna have this weird fucking shit which i don't like i think i think transparency is important and that's yes. with cults and the occult and whatever i feel like aside from like with like basic you know paganism transparency is what all these things are lacking yes <laughs> and they we need transparency yes so um we kind of already hit on this but political parties being cults oh yeah we did sorry i skipped ahead no it's Dang fine it. i think I mean, I mean i just think it's a i think it depends on the person you know sure i'm not gonna sit here and say every trump supporter is a bad person because that would be a fucking lie yeah, you know, exactly. and I'm not going to say every Democratic person is great because that's also a fucking lie. And I don't yeah. think I'm either one of those things. You know what I, I mean? Was, I was definitely looking at um, USA maps and about like how most of America is actually just purple. Mm-hmm. People really like one extreme or the other is not. It's not good. OK. Yeah. No. So we need to find the balance and the balance is purple. And I really feel like cults are just one thing that went too far. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it's the People's Temple that went too far, turned into Jonestown. Whether yeah. it's Nexium, which was an MLM, which again we're gonna get to that, that went too far. Yeah. Same with Republicans. Same with, <clears throat> you know, like Democrats too. There's like maybe the reason why I don't feel like Democratic extremists are that scary is because I know they don't have guns and I could probably take them in a fight. Yeah. They will get asthmatic. <laughs> I just feel like the main reason why I. All I want is for equal rights. That goddamn it, that's all I want. Right. Like how fucking hard is that? I guess it's really hard. Well, I mean, it, but again, if you're hard. in a cult, you think you're chosen. Yeah. So it perpetuates that idea of not equality, right? Fuck, you're so right. Inequality. <laughs> um, so MLMs cults. You know how many MLMs I've been a part of? Why have you been a part of so many? <laughs> I actually want to talk about this in a because session. they got me when I was eighteen. They were like, "Which ones have you been a part of?" I have a list on my phone. Actually, let me actually find it, please. please While you're looking on. for it, I'm going to tell you about my first experience with a MLM, which is a multi-level marketing scheme. Okay. Um, what my, what company was it? Equinox. <gasps> okay. What was it? What were you selling? Everything. So I was my mom's like little. You know, I went with her everywhere. Uh-huh. And because they were here, for some reason, Mormons are good for these things. I don't know why. But Mormons and Utahns, I think it's just because we're yes. bored. I don't know. Well, and, and the kids go out and do door to door for Jesus. So it's like so, really yeah, easy I to mean, be like, yeah. you're really already good at this. Well, we're not like out drinking and partying, so we might as well like sell some Equinox, right? Yes. <laughs> um, gives you something to talk about. So because um, it was... Equinox was huge in Utah back in the 90s. Um, they would let kids come to their, like, conferences. So my mom would take me to these fucking conferences, right? Yeah. And on the one hand, on Sunday, we're talking about Jesus and his humility and how he, you know, lived amongst the poor and all this shit. And there were these MLM things on Saturday where Money by Pink Floyd is playing over and over and over and over again. And everyone's getting amped. It was very reminiscent to what I, because I saw this first and then later I saw like um, Jesus Camp, the documentary where these Baptist people are speaking in tongues and rolling around on the floor. And I'm like, this is very similar to an MLM to me. Yeah. So we have everyone super amped and then 
on comes the leader. I think his name was something Gould or something. He's in a mansion. He has all this money. Mm-hmm. He's got a Ferrari. You know, we all, we, none of us knew that you could rent these things for the day. Oh, yeah. Um. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We Somebody, like- one of my guys open, did a meeting in an open house for a, a million dollar, man, a four million dollar mansion. And he's like, I'm buying this house because of this, this oh company. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this is like common. This is snake oil salesmanship. And then we had like the guys that were the main guys, but boots on the floor, main or uh, boots on the ground, like higher ups that we saw when we, whenever we went to these things. Mm-hmm. They were called Keanu and Ke- Kinamu. They were Hawaiian brothers. <laughs> and oh my gosh. They were they were cute and they were drinking the cleaner to prove to us how safe it was for like the earth because that was like the new you know tree hugging that's when tree hugging was a huge um and now it's just something we should just be all be doing is trying to save yes. the earth <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I just remember the hysteria around it and people kind of seemed to lose their heads and yes. I was just like what and then my mom like paid like three grand to get her set up which this is the 90s this was oh like, my god are you kidding me she borrowed it from my grandpa I don't <sighs> she, and i say borrowed i'm using that word way lightly because i don't think he ever got paid back right but she got like a cupboard i think it's still like the last time i was in her house it was still there full of equinox shit she made us take the supplements every day oh my gosh no yeah so like um she just like super bought into it and i feel like people are either like thriving or like what are what are some of the mlms you've been involved in okay so um just nearly three well probably maybe four since i was like a baby child people have been trying to get me into being a mary Kay girl like oh my mom was a mary Kay lady yeah, too. yeah the og like they were all like you could sell this skincare blah 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 so I've been hit up several times to be a Mary Kay girl, and I've also been duped into many skincare parties. Um, the other one, like next one, was Gold Canyon. My aunt was in Gold Canyon, and she was like, "It's so fun to have candle parties, and then you like people order, and these are the best candles ever, and they're double wicked, so they burn evenly, and they're made out of the best like food grade wax." Listen, I know too much about Gold Canyon candles. <laughs> and- <laughs> I've been to several parties, but also like some of these MLMs have also given me like, um, definitely skills, right? Some skills, no, uh, opportunities to fundraise for things. And Mm -hmm. so like, can I be mad? Kind of not, I don't know. But as soon as I was 17 and on my own, I was, well, maybe I was 18, uh, at this point again, not important. Um, well, kind of, because I was young. Um, I was working at the Marriott Hotel in Provo, mm-hmm. and this company had a, and I was working the night shift, right? And I was like in housekeeping, but I also would just like walk around and like vacuum and have a good time. Right, tell time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this company called Kayani was in town and having like a banquet or. a a convention in convention the lo- is, in, yeah, in one convention. of the ballrooms and so then so i was working the floor for like amenities when people would be like we need more smelling lotion i'd have to just run it up to their room and then right. i got approached so many times and they're like aren't you tired of working at this hotel and i was like hell yeah i am uh <laughs> i don't try get paid enough and t- i don't get <laughs> sleeping enough <laughs> try working next to the buka next to the fucking salt lake city convention center <laughs> 
Right. Whenever doTERRA comes to town, if you don't oh say yes, God. I'll sign up. You don't get a tip. Oh, my God. Young Living's way worse. I'll be real with you on that one. But I use yes. doTERRA products. Like, But I've, I've been approached so many times. They're like, you love these products. Because I do. I think doTERRA has great products. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of their fucking money market. <laughs> their MLM. I don't want to be a part of it. I'll buy from the people that you've already roped in. Yes. The once or twice a year that I buy. Period. I won't do that. I won't even do that. <laughs> I'll buy it from anyway. So they were like, so I got roped in real easy because I was 17 and I also wanted to be my own boss. And I also wanted like the freedom and the money. And like, I didn't have a great car. And they were like, we have a car program and all these different things. And you're Mm -hmm. young and you're beautiful and you're able, you can talk so easily to people like, look at you. We've just made friends. You can do this. You can do this. And I got hooked up with a really like famous MLMer in the community. And (laughs) I was in his team and he was really charming and persuasive and like I said he booked this open house and told people that they he was you know um buying this house and he rented all of his fancy cars and secretly he was like struggling you know like I mean he was high up in the company but he moved all of his people from his old MLM to his new MLM and that's how he got so high in the company so it was just like (sighs) Kayani anyway what a cult. And then what did the they la- sell? They sold health supplements called the triangle of health. It was, uh, was it a sticker of a, a, a multivitamin juice? No, exactly. It's not thrive, but Holy hell, uh, thrive dude. You know, this is, this is, this is how I think this is just, I'm glad I went to the Equinox things early. Cause I probably would have yes. got roped in at some point, but I hate MLM so bad that yes. when that guy murdered his wife in Colorado, she was part of the thrive. And I was like, I'd be annoyed at her yeah. ass too, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so sad. No, I do not agree with that for the record. No, I was I not yapping it's awful, to her. It's awful. I'm like, okay, first of all, what a pussy. He should have never killed his wife, like just divorce her ass. But I was also like, ah, oh, thrivers are so annoying. <laughs> thrivers are the worst with their arm stickers. I'm like, just get a fucking nicotine patch. Jesus. Um, <laughs> they're cheaper and they're not an MLM. Um, it's, also, it's like B12 sticker though. It's not, it's not nicotine. I don't know. I don't even know. I've, I'm always, I, I never, you know, you can't get too close. Right. <laughs> it's like a vampire. It's just, you can't invite it's them just in. <laughs> sprinkled Kool-Aid on the bottom and it's like giving you um, Anyway, it was just health supplements. And then the last one I got into was Primerica, which was health insurance. And I was feeling really down and stupid about myself for these uh, MLMs or whatever. Uh-huh. And I really alienated people from my hometown because I was I was I was under the impression that I was helping people by helping mm-hmm. them sign up for life insurance but what I was really doing was this this guy who was my upline drove me to my town I love and, their verbiage right drove <laughs> me to their town and <laughs> held me hostage kind of and made me set up appointments with people and then he proceeded to use my rapport with them to bully them into giving him their social security numbers and all of their private information. And yeah, I was like, Oh, I'm not doing this. This is disgusting. I had a job once where, um, my, I was working for a newspaper trying to sell commercial real estate space. And it was like 2011. It's like the internet exists, bro. This is dumb. Yeah. So they had me try to sell, um, airtime on K jazz to showcase a bit their business Mm -hmm. and it's like no one wants to spend three grand to be on on a half hour show on k jazz Mm -hmm. and like i hit up like my friends like 
one of my buddies has like a t-shirt shop and I hit him up and I'm to this day still so 10 years later embarrassed. I'm like, so like I was like, I felt pressure at my job and I was just like, all right, I'm just going to hit up everyone I know with a business. But it's like, this is such a shitty thing. Yes. Stupid. Yes. And also as a, they're going to pay you based on how many friends you move over. That's not a real job. That's just not a real job. No. Do not contact your friends and family Mm-mm. to support you. Mm-mm the end especially because your friends don't listen family. to this podcast by the way <laughs> i don't want you to no, stop this is not a cult. people that <laughs> um no uh there was what was that lip the lipsy lip sense fucking lip, lip sense. sense i've been trying to be swindled into lip sense into us born books Dude, into sensi like oh please leave everyone me alone. everyone who did lip sense tried to get me to be a spokesperson <laughs> because because I, of your lips yeah but it's like bitch i don't need you okay no you need me and I'm, and it's not, I don't like the product at all. My sister-in-law mm. gave me some for Christmas once and I was like, this is not good for your lips. It nope. doesn't look good. Nope. Like I'll do my thing. It's obviously working. And that's what I'd say. I'm like, obviously what I'm doing is working. I don't need anything else. Thanks. Yes. You know? um, it's called Baby Lips by Maybelline. Look it up. <laughs> it's called a Carmex obsession. Look it up. <laughs> that's very 2000s of you. I'm dead, dead ass serious. Wait, watching you put up. A- Watching you put on your Carmex makes me like I'm putting itchy. it on right now. Oh my fucking god! To go out and buy some, and then like also buy a bump a it my and some Mod Bod shirts. <laughs> like that's what I want to do with my life when I watch you put on Carmex. Well, I mean, I, again, you just come next time you're over here, just grab one off my floor. <laughs> or in my bed. next to your sour candies. <laughs> you're like I always wanted this candy stash next to my bed. Single <laughs> life, baby. <laughs> I was very admiring your candy stash next to your bed. <laughs> my, my room's a fucking disaster right now. Spencer I don't know what my gave is. himself heartburn by eating. I all told of those you when you showed me that he was. I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you can have like a six tums. a day, a day. <laughs> I was like, you're not gonna feel very good. Those are gonna okay. come out your ass. <laughs> no, when you, sh- well, I was just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I was upset. I was like, nope, nope, <laughs> no. He pounded him. He pounded him the bag and it was only like him. 10 it was only like 10 of them but i was like what is he doing he's a he's a monster he's committing suicide <laughs> that's a hook quote guys sorry he's committing suicide hook i love that movie but i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it's just it's just hook seeking attention being like i'm the worst don't try to stop me, Spees. Don't you dare try to stop me. Don't you He's like, okay, bro. He's like, try to stop me. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is a god, man. Yeah. He freaking. I do him. I do him in that <laughs> costume. He started. Um, if you ever get the opportunity to watch his interview about Tootsie, because he said, um, doing. Have you seen the movie Tootsie? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's one of my favorite movies. And I don't know why I got to watch it at such a young age. Like it is, especially in a Mormon household, because he is this asshole actor who no one will hire because he has too many opinions. Right. They just want him to just fucking shut up and do what they ask him to do. The directors. Yeah. And his agents like no one's going to hire you. So he dresses up like a woman (laughs) and become go and becomes like a a, because he's an amazing actor. Right. So he becomes like. No, like in the movie, he's an amazing actor. He's just an asshole actor. Like he just oh, has too many opinions. So uh, okay. he, it's it takes place in the eighties. He becomes a woman actor. He becomes an actress, and it just kind of highlights all these situations that women are just totally overly sexualized. Like he gets mm. treated like shit because he's not a beautiful woman. Mm. Like 
all this stuff and then he starts talking i watched an interview and he was talking about it and he's like i was like he's like i'm so glad i had that thing because he's like that's how i kind of how i saw women women was what they were only as valuable as how they looked mm-hmm. and he's like mm-hmm. and i remember i walked into a room one day because one of my friends was like, it would be funny. Go it's, go hit on them. It'll be funny. And he's like, and this guy just treated me like I was nothing because I wasn't a beautiful mm. woman. And he's like, and he, he starts to cry in the interview. And he's like, and I just can't believe that this is what women have to deal with. Like, he's just like, I can't believe oh it. He's God. like, so it totally changed my point of view. And he's like, women are more than what they look like. And fucking A, Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin Hoffman. I'll tell you what's what's a cult is the patriarchy. Mm. Hmm. That's a, yeah, that's, gen- I mean, it's going to take a lot to break away from that, you know? <laughs> I'm serious. No, I'm seriously, seriously speaking, breaking away from cults is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Yeah. There's, there's people who specialize in that. Like, that's their specialty is getting people away from cults and getting people out of cults is not telling them that they're stupid. It's, right. S- it's, it's slowly, you know, brainwashing them back into reality, I guess. <laughs> uh, d- brain dirtying again. Making their mind dirty. Oh, uh, yeah. First, um, what, you start with some swear words. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think uh, it takes to be a cult leader? Okay. I think, well, you don't have to be hot, as L. Ron Hubbard is uh, proving. <laughs> and freaking Charles Manson and Donald yes. Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you have to have such a big ego. I agree. And again, I want to say this. I don't think everyone who supports Trump is it whoever everyone who's a trump supporter isn't a, the cult of trump but there is a tr- cult trump definitely yeah you know yes we're saying that again <laughs> again i will continue to say it if i have to. yes <laughs> I, I think want... i think you have to have so much ego but mm-hmm. you have to pretend like you don't have an ego you have yeah. to be a sneaky a sneak a sneego sneaky ego charisma is what i call it oh that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think uh is, is charisma and uh, do you have to have an ego to be charismatic? I don't no, think so. No, I don't think so. But you I have think to just know a lot of funny jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a lot of ego. I think... Do you think you have to have... Do you think... Okay. I don't even know the answer to this question, and I love cults, but do you okay. think every cult leader knows what they're doing when they... Uh, mm. Do you think they eventually become self-aware? Oh, like a self-aware... Oh, you know what? I think once they look around, maybe maybe one day, uh, L. Ron Hubbard will come across a journal He's that dead. entry that's just like, <laughs> I wanted to be just a funny writer, and then he'll look around and see, oh my gosh, I started a cult, maybe. Well, and sometimes I wonder if people are like, let me see how far I can take this, because I genuinely mm. believe that's what the Trump presidency was was let me see how far I can take this, and then mm-hmm. he got his feelings hurt and things, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Things went out of control. So, like, uh, sometimes I wonder, like, do people just see, like, okay, can I? Or do people are like, I'm just doing my own thing. Like, I know I'm charismatic. Yeah. We're just doing our own thing. (laughs) Yeah, we're just doing our own thing. At what point does it become, okay, I can, like, you have to have that manipulation in you, right? Yeah. 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 And I don't. So we're not cult leaders. Yeah, we're fine. (laughs) We're okay. We're in a cult of not a cult. Um, I also think that cult leaders are often uh, people who were rejected by society um, and or their family. Uh, Heaven's Gate leader was a gay, but was closeted as fuck because when and how he was raised. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Who's so, Heaven's Gate again? Okay, so they're the ones in the 90s who they also did. Um, uh, they all killed themselves, too. Uh, 
they I don't have like a ton of info on them, but they're <laughs> they were around forever. They got everyone like they the, all their people like either shaved their heads or had these weird haircuts. Mm. They all wore Adidas jumpsuits. They all gave away all their possessions. They were all really smart too. Mm-hmm. Um, you they weren't allowed to have sex, which is very weird for a cult. Usually the cult leaders like no one but me can have sex, and I'm having sex with everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they even messed around with the castration. Um, I think someone died because of a faulty castration. Oh, sad. Um, but what this really was was just him hating his sexuality, right? Oh, he started yeah. a whole entire cult because he was into men. Oh, my God. And it's too bad because when he died in the 90s, when he killed himself, he was like, he was probably in his 60s or 70s. So, like, he was a gay man growing up mm-hmm. in, you know, like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. This was not a kind time to be a gay person. It, it still mm. isn't even a kind time, really. <laughs> it could be a lot kinder anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think he warped his mind into something, you know, something, just to justify yeah. the abuse that he received from society, from his family, the rejection, his own rejection of himself. Yes. And I think his co-cult leader was a lesbian, Mm-hmm. And she was su- suffering with the same thing. They were companions, mm. quote unquote. Mm. So how sad. Yeah. But they all killed themselves over like a three day period. I can't remember how they did it. Maybe I think it might have been cyanide or maybe it was mercury poisoning or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Like a shit ton of like it, it wasn't it was nothing like Jonestown. It was less than 100 people, but they all they were all dead. Mm. Yeah. And people like <sighs> people stayed in shifts. Um. But yeah, I just I just think that he he just did all this just to justify his homosexuality, like his feelings, mm. you know, how he was born. So people who start cults need therapy. <laughs> yes. Um, but if there's there isn't a societal or mental defect, then it's just some motherfuckers trying to like see how many people they can control, right? Mm. Like I feel like that's Jim Jones. Yeah. And um, I think that's Scientology, uh, the L. Ron Hubbard and the current yeah. guy. They get off on, out of the control. They got they get they like love it. <laughs> and um, same with Nexium guy. Yeah. Yeah. And his fell felled actress cohort. Like she liked being like the most enlightened person in the room. Mm. And uh, th- this is this is very MLM behavior in my mind, which is why I can, you know, they their cults and MLMs are so connected to me. Is mm-hmm. because it's a certain kind of persona where it's like, hey, yeah, da 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 da, uh, uh. And it's just like, I'm happy that you're happy, but how could you be this happy? Yes. <laughs> and then also being like, she, I don't even know who this woman is. What's her name? Allison Mackey or something like that? Yes. No. She was, she was the girl from Smallville. That Superman show, Smallville, yeah. But like, I have no idea who this person is. Like, and they tried to play her off like she was this big actress. And it's like, she really wasn't. <laughs> like, if that's the best you can get. Mm. And then, like, everyone kind of wanted to fuck this guy. And, again, he has, like, the heiresses of the Seagram fortune funding everything. It's just a bunch of rich kids who don't know what the fuck they're doing. But yeah. these rich kids have a lot of power and influence. They're connected to rich people, you know? That's why cults are scary. Yeah. You know what I was just doing? What? I was looking up the zodiac signs of the people. They're usually Gemini's, right? <laughs> Number one, Scorpio. Oh. Number two, Gemini. Hey! hey! Number three, Leo. Hey! Oh. Another friend. <laughs> Number four, Aries. Number oh, five. Another yeah. 
Virgo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Number six, Sagittarius. I'm not on the list. I was so well. That's because you are a Taurus. You, I don't you're do better than the cults. You're like no. I'm I don't need no. I'm just like I don't want to deal with anyone. <laughs> you're running an empire. If people obsessed with you, don't deny. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like want. See, this is why I can never be a cult leader because I can't be around people that much. Like it takes a lot of like being around people and just like droning on and on and on. I understand you're just like, a podcast, but I need snacks. <laughs> No, I'm like, I need to be left the fuck alone. Stop coming to me for your advice. <laughs> Just Google it, damn it. My No, it's funny because uh, Kevin and Micaiah and I were talking the other day and he's like, they are always like, Just Google it. I'm like, I didn't come to you to Google things. I came to you to have a fucking conversation. <laughs> but, um, uh,. I that's the, I couldn't do it. And like my one of my coworkers the other day, he's like, "Did you get up to anything last night, Bobby?" Because my depression pills are working really well. I think oh, everything's like hilarious. <laughs> like I was fucking with one of my coworkers the other day, and I was like, "What are you gonna do, Todd? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And I tripped over my <laughs> own feet, and I literally, dude, I literally, I could fill the corner of the desk in the concave of my eyeball. Oh. Like it, I almost lost what? an eye. What? And I, I have like a huge bruise on my face because I like hit the chair. But I just laid on the ground and I was laughing so hard, like I couldn't stop. I cut for like a half hour. I couldn't stop. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Are you okay?" And I was just dead laughing. I was like, "This is the funniest." I'm like, I regret that I couldn't see it. <laughs> they don't have cameras in the kitchen. I'm not going to go ask the security team to relive <laughs> my fucking shape. But hey, what's I, up? I know you saw the footage. Now let me see it. <laughs> one of my tables saw it. And when I stood up and he saw that I was okay, he was, he died. Like he was laughing. Oh my God. <laughs> but my, one of my coworkers was like, can you get up to something last night, Bobby? Cause I was like walking into work and I just wasn't paying attention. I was just looking at the floor, like thinking my own thoughts. And he was like, Bobby, hey. And I was like, oh, hey. And I kept walking. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I walked, like, a whole, like, 50 50 feet before I even, like, looked up and acknowledged it. (laughs) And then he was like, did you get up and do anything last night? And I'm like, I laid in my bed and did nothing. It was fucking (laughs) phenomenal. (laughs) Anyway, side tangent. Why I can't be a cult leader. (laughs) Also, watch out. Watch out, the depression pills are working. <laughs> I also had, uh, speaking of Kevin and Micaiah, I had a sex dream about Micaiah, like, night before last. and Again? I had Again? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to start rumors that you always have them. <laughs> and um, I hit him up, and I was like, five years too late, man, but it finally happened. And... He was like, I'm dead. I'm like, dude, I've been back in the back laughing. Because, like, I remembered that I had the sex dream about him. And then <laughs> a song that he showed me came on my shuffle because I had music Oh, playing. my God. <laughs> what a sign. And what song ta- was it? What song uh, was it? The Skin of My Yellow Country's Teeth by Clap Your Hands Say Yeah. Um, he took me to, it's like his favorite band. And he's like, hey, when we first started being friends, he was like, Hey, I have like these super secret underground tickets to this show. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Sounds yeah. like a cult, Micaiah. Well, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's like in a secret location. So like, bring a bottle of wine over. Okay. <laughs> we pull You're up to a get man- tattooed, girl. <laughs> we pull up to a fucking mansion. 
And then this like it was like a straight up Mormon mansion, right? Like you know what the kind I'm talking about. It's in the avenues. It was in holiday. And oh, yeah. uh, this, this like, you know, hot Mormon mom answers. Oh hi, yeah, go downstairs. Downstairs. <laughs> Wait, and, I have like, a question. What? What is a hot Mormon mom? Like one that like I feel like Marie Osmond's technically a hot Mormon mom. Okay. Think of it, think of it like in that. Like she's kinda like but not Marie Osmond, like she's like half not white she's like half white <laughs> and like she's got like her boobs done and she works out for fun like that's what she okay. does like, she like okay. takes care of her boy she takes her boys to hockey practice and she wor- works out it's not the disheveled mormon no, no, mom no, no. It's, like, okay. it's like it's like an actual hot mormon mom okay okay so like my cousin oakley's a hot mormon mom uh <laughs> hey oak what up <laughs> um so she's like yeah go downstairs walk downstairs so there's like it's a mansion right so like the basement's like half a rec room right because that's just mormon life yeah with a life. with a foosball table and a but the air foosball hockey. table wasn't there because it was filled with people just sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor what <laughs> you have been invited to an mlm meeting <laughs> and it was so, like i think we were like the last to arrive so we went plus we wanted to drink our wine so we went back to the attached kitchenette downstairs <laughs> and the main guy of this band just does a freaking uh acoustic show and that was that (laughs) that's pretty rad i would like to be baptized into that kind of cult (laughs) but uh i that song came on and i text makaya and kevin that in the group chat and i kept makaya's like i'm dead and i like i seriously am laughing my ass off too i'm like whatever no no signs here but like hello (laughs) and i'm like and everyone already thinks i'm crazy because my depression pills are working too well (laughs) Bobby, I'm so glad you're happy. Uh, yeah, a- I, I don't wake up with ex- like super sadness anymore. It's it's no. nuts. You were so nice when you were like, hi. How are you? What's going on? I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. And you're like, in the morning? In the morning? <laughs> I'm like, no, at night. We were supposed to start recording three hours ago. <gasps> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're so, your depression pills are working because you are so happy all the time. <laughs> No, that's my nickname at work is Hey Smiley Girl. Oh my god, not you. No, and now and now it's like I but I'm pissed off that I have to go back to the mask. I miss uh I mean like I'm obviously I will because we need to go back to the mask because we have a pandemic. But like I'm like, ah smiling gets me out of so much shit because I just have such a great smile. Yes, you do. Three years of pain. And people are like, Oh, that lipstick, that's not lip sense. That's not lip sense at <laughs> it's all. That's not lip sense. That's real it's shit. It's two-faced. It's two-faced. <laughs> I was wearing red lips uh, yesterday, and you my boss so was like, good. my boss was like, this is, she's like, we're going to go back to masks. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I knew this was going to be my last day, so I'm just, that's why I'm wearing the lips. She's like, okay, well, enjoy it. And everyone's like, we love your lips. So Aww. I'm like, we're going back to masks. We got to make a, ser- wait, let's make a ceremonial. Uh. <laughs> I don't need a reason to have a, a theme day. Don't you want to just, like, kiss the outside of your mask or something so that people know that you did your lips that day or something? No, that's not food safe. No, it doesn't, no, I'm not, like, touching my mask with the food, um, so it's probably okay. But, uh, no, I'm actually, like, again, I, get, I say and do a lot of weird shit, so if I can just give you a smile, that usually gets me out of everything. Yeah. And so that's kind of hard with the mask in public. That's a because very baby of fam- baby of the family thing too. Right. Just like just a smile at my my way out of it. Right. I'm so cute. I'm so cute and blonde. What can you do about it? <laughs> <laughs> One time, I almost hit a guy at Target with my car, and <laughs> oh my god! And he was 
pissed. And I had like a, I had like a long blonde braid, and I just lifted up my braid and like shrugged, and he just started laughing. It was like, okay, have a good day. Oh my god! I was like, thank god. You really got out of it. Oh I just, my like, god! I just like lifted up my braid and shrugged, and he like, like seriously started laughing. He's like, all right. Oh my. <laughs> Wow, what does it feel like to be one of God's favorite, Bobby? Well, I don't know. I am no snow bunny. I do not belong here. But uh, wait, is that what a snow bunny is? Is a blonde bitch? It's a Utah babe, girl, and you're you've got a Utah babe. You're a Utah babe. No, I'm not a snow bunny. No, I'm no. This was Maryland too, so it was extra. You know, nothing to write a posty song about. I'm just regular ass California transplant. I won't hear any of that. I say two nice things about yourself: one physical, one non-physical. Now. Um, I have great titties and, um, I also have a loyal heart. Yes. Thank you. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for the therapy. Um, what do you think it takes to make a person join a cult? Um, they have to have a malleable mind. They have to be excited about something like new in life that they're like, okay, cool. And also I think just a lot of like innocent people. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, I have a lack of purpose, sadness in the world, wanting to change mm. things, naivety, rebellion, social rejection, drugs, or your social rejection. It. That's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. born into it. Number one reason to join a cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, like, <clears throat> I think there's like a lot of reasons. I think it takes all kinds. I'd hope to God I'm not that kind. <laughs> right. Because do you think we know anyone who uh, have what has what it takes to join a cult? I try not to know those kind of people because I find it a little bit like, I don't know. I like to have fiery, fiery people that sass back in my life. I do too. But I also think that, you know, we were raised in a small town and in a certain culture where we were pretty, I feel like we're sheltered and, you know, in a good, a lot of it is in a good way where we, you know, uh, mm-hmm. aside from our traumatic shit, like mm-hmm. it's cool that we got to see the stars and it's cool that we don't want to like take advantage of someone just cause we can, you yeah. know, we weren't raised that way. Yeah. Some people were. <laughs> and so I feel like we, we, we probably do know a lot of people who could possibly be susceptible to joining a cult. Who knows? Hmm. You know, hmm. we actually know a couple. <laughs> we do. Um, one of my friend's kids who's a year older than us, she says he's in a cult right now. Do you have a name? Do uh, I know him? Uh, just I'll send text, a message. Text I'll it text to me. it to you real quick. Okay. But um, uh, she, from what I can gather from our talks, it is um, he's just kind of living in a commune with, and I think they're kind of polygamous and stuff. And so, like, I'm not here to diss that. Like, do what you do, you know. But I also. <gasps> what? Yeah. I've never thought that he had a strong mind either. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hold on. Get my yearbook. I got to see a face too. Is it still down there? I hope you d- they're still down. Oh yeah, there, no, right? no, no, no. Okay, I've there's permanently down they're here. Permanently again. down there. I hope. But um, I, it just sounds like he's just like living a communal life on like a compound in Arizona with some some people. Interesting. Some, some and like it sounds like the like, not all of his kids are his, and you know, mm. not he ha- he's not taking care of, like you know what I mean. Like it sounds like everyone's I don't know. So uh. He is in one. Of course, we have a lot of people who've joined MLMs. So if we think MLMs are cults, then we do know a lot of people. Then yeah, I've joined a fuck ton of them. I would love to hear just like horror stories from people because I remember uh, Chelsea Beach was in um, 
What's the like legging one? And she said it was a nightmare. LuLaRoe. Oh my God. What a cult. Yeah. So like, like aggressive. They're like aggressive with you, right? Yeah. Like, so heard, also I, they I make reading... you, they make you buy all so of your much. inventory. Yeah. And if you're a noob, you get the scraps. You get mm. the scraps. So you have to sell shit leggings, like gro- gross patterns. And you're like, this is my inventory. And you have to convince yourself that it's so cute. And really they're just potato sacks oh, and you know the leggings are like buttery soft but like i don't want butter on me i don't want butter no um i i feel like it was beach was telling me that they uh they got like aggro with her and i've also read a couple new york time reports that said um mm-hmm. they are the ones that like people are like i've lost everything Yes. Like they just keep telling me to buy and buy and buy, yes. which has a lot of shades of Scientology in it. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, ah, it's aggressive. I, I don't like it. I was so, I was in a, um, sounds like MLM, but okay group on Facebook <laughs> and, um, just followed that whole downfall because it was mm-hmm. sad. People we knew were Yeah. In a there. lot of people we knew and like the stuff that you saw was cute. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the but stuff, that they, the stuff that they actually leggings. showed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean like. I don't know. I bought I think, some. I f- fuck. Jeez. Who did I know that I know that it's hard to just be like a stay at home mom and you're struggling and someone comes along and they're like, hey, this is really working for me. But it's also like they're encouraging you to lie to your friend, like your friends and loved ones. I hate that. Like what you yes. said. Where it's like they're using your connections. Yeah. And so. also like they come to moms that are like, hey, do you, they, they play this thing where it's like it's really hard to feel like you're contributing financially to your right. family when you're stuck at home. Why don't you start a business? This is a leg- this is a legitimate franchise. All you need is thirty five hundred dollars. You can open that a credit card for that because you'll get it back on your return on investments. Look, here's how you make your return on investments. And you know, people buy McDonald's franchises for ten thousand dollars. So really, you're kind of getting a steal. Plus, you'll be in this network of really supportive moms, and you'll have make lots of friends, and you'll have so much fun having these like leggings parties. Like, am I going and too everyone, fast? And everyone in town will be doing the exact same thing, so there will be no clientele. Yes. Isn't that what your MLM pitch is? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's just so sad. So I hate, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel bad too because I feel like, again, I know so many people, and I think doTERRA is the best quality product just because I know it works. Like, I use past tense and breathe and lavender sure but aromatherapy is powerful right right but i think doTERRA gives you like the best product in my opinion um i was at um aesthetic school and doTERRA and living young Young living Living. all always hit up the estheticians you need this in your spawn i was like thanks for the mlm (laughs) no thanks well my doctor sells it in her um doctor's office which i think is cool like it's like i like having like like i feel like that that's using your position to make side money too like no i think abusing she, your i think i think what their thing is is they like i believe that doTERRA works but i don't want to sell it you know what i mean sure <laughs> like that's my thing like it's like i do believe like again like it's aromatherapy like you're talking about aromatherapy yeah. does work doTERRA is the product they're selling i think doTERRA like just from the quality of oils i've used different oils i've shopped different oils i would yes. rather always buy doTERRA i don't want to sell doTERRA <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like i but like even that one, it's like, look, man, everyone can't be selling doTERRA in town. You know, yeah. these oils last for a year. <laughs> like, I believe I 100 percent believe in the essence of plants and that that's where we mm-hmm. get medicine from. Like, I'm not saying that essential, which is 
essence of plants oils right. is not like a thing but i'm saying like don't build an mlm model out of it and i might be more on board right right but i i do like that my doctor offers like here's western medicine and eastern medicine mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like let's let's have them both work together i think that's yeah. a good a good way to do that's it that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um <clears throat> so we have that one friend who's uh Are did you, you text find me him again no. oh no did you find him? i thought you were gonna tell me another person no no, no. he's the only one um I do have, uh, I know a few people who have been in the Church of Satan, but again, I think that's a religion. You know what I mean? And I mostly think it's just dorky. Yeah. Like, it's just so dorky. <laughs> and they're not hurting anyone. Like, it's just like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, and then I have a few friends who were neo-Nazis back in the day. So. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nazis are for sure a cult. Uh, there's abuse, drugs, and that all-or-nothing attitude that is uh-huh. scary. And it's it's stupid, too. It's just mm-hmm. straight-up stupid. The punk scene has a not Nazi sect, unfortunately, um, that we all fucking hate. But mm-hmm. it just it just is what it is, you know. Um, <laughs> insert the Dead Candy Diddy song, Nazi punks fuck off here. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'd be lying if I said that I have never been to a party or show where there were Nazis. I mm-hmm. have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, however, uh, at one of these parties said to be hosted by the Nazi punks, I learned that after I was there, um, <laughs> Whoa. I met and hung out with two black chicks who I developed friendship with. Cool. <laughs> so for a time, so I don't really know what, ex- like how Nazi they are. Yeah. Um, this is also just why one of the many reasons why I never fully committed to the punk scene. Uh, the point is they're out there. And they're people who stand in the same crowds as you at shows and also people who have the capacity to change their shit. Like, I, you know, I have yeah. people who were this once. They're not this anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the Nazi party, cults, et cetera, don't become successful because every idea is batshit crazy. That's just not how things go. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's not the psychology of it at all. There's a lot of good things from the oral history I've heard of the Nazi scene up here, it was more of a working man's union. Like Mm. people who got together, wanted to listen to good music, were angry because of the working conditions, Mm -hmm. like union guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course there was illegal activity like drugs and shit, but for the most part, it was just like everyone worked, everyone hustled, everyone partied. Then things went way off the rails. And uh, this is true of nearly every single goddamn cult. You know, it starts fine, gradually gets to an oh shit situation. Like, Mm -hmm. My friend who is an ex-neo-Nazi, she was just in the punk scene. They were white supremacists, but she said that her main guy got killed (laughs) and Nazis that they'd never seen before moved in and said, you're working for us now. Oh my, that's so fucking scary. Scary. Terrifying. How do you get out of that? You don't. You were just <laughs> like, I was buddies with this guy, but not anymore. Now I'm under a, th- a rule of thumb. Oh well, she's God. like, she's like, what do we do? She's like, they just killed our, we just watched them kill our main guy. Like, oh what do we God. do? Like, they're, oh they'll kill God. us, right? So we work right. for them now. And what do oh we do? God. We don't have any skills. We're street kids. What do we do? Right. Like, we got to keep hustling. But again, if we don't work for them, they're going to kill us. And then it's the inclusion thing and the we want you to thrive and like we want to be your mm-hmm, buddy it's mm-hmm. the break them down to build them up sort of thing yes and or build them up to break them down and uh so i mean like sh- <laughs> you just don't walk into a room and say hall hitler right you say you know what i mean right. <laughs> like it starts one way and develops into something else that's why cults are freaky maybe i am so naive about all this shit because I had no idea any of this was going on anywhere around me. And then 
like maybe that would happen to me because I'm a, I'm a dumb fuck. I'm just hanging out in my basement. Like what? Well, I mean, you're hanging out in your basement, so you're safe. <laughs> but this is also like where QAnon and stuff gets creepy because it's like people are just oh, yeah. isolated. They're on the internet. Yes. They're pissed off. The internet is pretty fucking powerful for per- mm-hmm. per- yeah, perpetuating mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, I think the internet, again, we talk about this almost every episode. It's good and bad. You right. Know, and that it allows these kind of people to get together, but it also allows different ideologies to, you're exposed to different ideologies. Yes. So, so you're we not, thrive. Yeah. yeah. You're not under a rock, you know, yeah. so to speak. You can be. <laughs> you can be in yes. an echo chamber. We don't, echo chambers are the real issue now, not a lack of information. Right. When I joined TikTok and I was able to see like voices from um, people of color and like native talk and Mexican mm-hmm. talk is like, I'm just like, oh my God, thank God for a platform that allows diversity to shine through yeah well it's weird too because like going to baltimore everyone over there is either a baptist or a catholic oh yeah and there were black people everywhere and like no native americans but there were like indians from india yeah and like (laughs) going to the gas station to get a coke a fountain drink wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. what like yeah like that's a culture shock to me (laughs) you know what i mean like you're just like walking in like okay what even when i lived in park city and I've knew one Navajo and I like was obsessed with him. He worked, he was a host for something and I would always be like, Hey, what's up? We just shoot the shit every time I went and got food. Yeah. But it's like, there are so many like different culture shocks. Like, but yeah, the internet's great. Like learning about, I remember my first real true culture shock. Mm. And that was when I was in, um, Arizona going to culinary school. And I was working at Ann Taylor loft and my buddy Laura, who's from Britain, she was, um, it was her birthday party. Mm-hmm. And one of her friends had died in a car wreck like a month before. <sighs> and he was his, he was Afghani. He was first generation, but his dad was from Afghanistan. Sick. And um, so I knew about it and like my heart hurt for them because like Laura was way torn up. It was her brother's best friend. So he was like really close to the family. That's so sad. So his whole family was at her birthday party. I was at her birthday party and I got shooting the shit with his dad. And he had just come from an Obama rally. So this was like 2007, right? Mm-hmm. Like right before Obama got elected. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking. And my brother's been in the military forever, right? Mm-hmm. And he and I were shooting the shit. And he's like, it's not that I... He's like, I love this country. He's like, I've lived here for 20 years. He's like, but I am from Afghanistan. And what I know is we don't want... They don't want the U.S.'s help. Yes. We don't want it. Yes. He's like, so... This is why they're angry. No one asked for your the help. Yes. We just imposed it on them. Yes. And I remember thinking, like, that's totally reasonable, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a totally reasonable thought to have. If anyone was doing that to me in my country, I'd be fucking yes. pissed. You I'd know? be pissed, too. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, I remember thinking that and being like, whoa, man. Like, I like I vividly remember and just being like, I'm s- I was just being like so stoked that I was out experiencing new things wow. and like having like a door open in my mind yeah. to like a new room where I was like, okay, wow. yep. My brother's that- a soldier. I'm proud of him. I wish we weren't over there though. Yeah. <laughs> How mind blowing would that be? Cause you're like right out of high school and you're like, Oh, well, and like I, they all had these black, um, like live strong bracelets, but they were for the kid who just died. So I knew it was yeah. the dad. And so I just went over and just wanted to talk to him just because I like felt like I knew him. And I also mm-hmm. just wanted to like, be a bright spot in his world because he just lost his kid you know yes yeah my, my mormon self came out yeah and socialize and yeah be there mourn <clears throat> with those that mourn 
And I also was stoked that he just came from an Obama rally because <laughs> I I just wanted to hear what I just want to hear what it was about because I'd never experienced that before. And I also have always just been like a girl who like wants to go. I like I always aspire to go to dinner parties. I love dinner parties yeah. <laughs> and like meeting people that I've never met and yeah. or just like parties in general. Like I love just like like even like after show parties where like everyone's getting hammered and playing ping like beer pong and yeah. all this stuff. You'll find me in the kitchen with like a bass player just shooting the shit for an hour and a half. That's you so know, awesome. Doing nothing, but uh, <laughs> this is what I aspire to. So I was way stoked <laughs> to talk to him, and then I just was like, yeah, man, fucking a. I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm having this experience. I just want to strive for more of these experiences because what he said wasn't an anti anything statement. It just what is was was what it was. Yes. Side tangent. Welcome to ADHD. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> God damn. All right. What's the most culty thing you do? You think Leo, Leo, friend of mine. I'm not a Leo. <laughs> the most culty thing I do. I said I, I put know. my I said I put my face on t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the most cult leadery thing you do. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't really do anything. Like been there, done that. Try really hard not to do it anymore, you know. I like to yeah. be alone. So, you know, like we talked about, I don't think I can ever really be in a cult because you kind of have to have that guardianship. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty yelly. So, I I am um, I'm pretty yelly about mental health and be having curly hair. So I think like just convincing people to, I don't know, grow out their armpit hair and just embrace who they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably could be a little bit of a. But that's just like hippie dippy, right? I don't know. I'm just yelling about it, though. I'm loud. <laughs> but well, who told you that you couldn't be louder in a cult? You just need to start watching Charles Manson interviews just to really understand. No, that's what I'm saying is like I could be the cult leader. Oh, right. 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 Honestly, I don't think I could ever culty things, whether it's like MLMs or satanic or godly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything that's like a cult, I just think is so cringy to me. It's just like so <laughs> lame. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm good. Even like NAAA, do you think those are cults? I don't know, but they serve a purpose, man. People need it. I've had a, I've heard a lot of controversial stuff about that recently. Interestingly we should, enough. We should do a whole episode about it. We're going to. Bye. Oh, no, about uh, drugs and stuff, but, like... Um, no, I mean, like, N.A. and A.A. I mean, is there a whole episode about it? I don't know. I've just heard that, like, their whole mindset, how you get, like, even, like, how you get, like, progression yeah, tokens coins, and stuff. Yeah. Coins. It c- could be. And you have to have the higher power. It could technically be a cult. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Anyway, thanks for letting me do this episode. Oh, I loved it. I had no idea where this was ever going to go. And I was like, I guess I can talk about like this banana Facebook page. I don't know. I am so glad you did this because I loved it. I loved it. Well, and I, you know, thanks for listening. Sorry, I'm not a good student when you're teaching me about things. I interrupted you just as much as you interrupt me, but with just less like, oh, my eyes are glossing over. Well, I blame that I've heard the plan of salvation <laughs> and the mission talks more than once. I'm going to blame it on that. And also, I'm yeah. just an asshole. Yeah, well, um, fair. But I I love you exactly so, as you are. Well, how do we wrap this up? If you feel you're in a do what should we just say do what you want? Don't bring your kids into it or just don't join cults. Avoid Scientology, folks. This is If the you feel like you're in a cult, just be like, okay, I'm in a cult. Or if you're not, be like, good thing I'm not in a cult. Yeah. What if you, I, I want to know someone, if there's someone out there listening to this, who's been in a cult, like yeah. a crazy heavy duty cult and got out of it, 
We want to hear well, you. I'm talking to you, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> wow, you know Joaquin Phoenix? I mean, we've been in the same room before. <laughs> Will. <laughs> One of the Joker's laughs is mine. Hello. Oh, my God. What That's a the lie I tell myself. Phenomenal movie. Oh, I God. actually told my mom about, uh, I, I'm sure I mentioned this before. Where I was like, watch Joker. Because she's like, I don't get it. Like, everyone's like, I don't get your sadness. And I'm like, well, watch it. Like, he does everything. The world constantly. Like, he tries so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a commentary, man. And then it also is like, because I everything I do goes back to therapy, of course. Um, I'm just like, wow, there are really people out here and we're driving them to be like this. Mm-hmm. Like wow. he did everything he could. He tried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he shot Robert De Niro in the face. And that was, <laughs> I was so goddamn shocked. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I saw that three times in theaters. I would have stayed another time. But you know what I do? I fall right to sleep. No, no, no. I went three separate times. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying I would have stayed in the theater and saw it Just again. Just kept watching it. Yeah. All right. Well, this wraps it up in, uh, on cults. We say these things. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.